I'm sort of the rock star. People, Tiso is the official watch of the NBA. Dennis Smith. Everybody who listens to this podcast knows how I feel about aggregation. Yeah, we love China. We love the plan there. Oh, man, oh, man. I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. It's just hitting me right now. Shut up and listen. You, you think you're better than me? Hey, it's Chris Mendelk, and welcome back. This is On The Line. If you're new to the show, you can tweet at us at OnTheLine underscore pod. Find us on Instagram. Send me any of your thoughts or questions, whatever it is. Send me your congratulations to OnTheLinePod at gmail.com. Check out previous episodes on our website, OnTheLinePodcast.com. Dot com. If you could rate, review, subscribe to the show in Stitcher, Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts, we really appreciate it. Guys, welcome. It's here. OTL 100. What can I say? Uh, I am completely shocked. It's 100 episodes later. Um, I... Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to say. So I'm just gonna leave it to my conversation with Ben. Um, I really appreciate everyone listening to the show. I appreciate uh, everyone who's ever called in or tweeted to us or uh, written me an email. And um, this has just been a really awesome, bright spot in my life the last year and a half. And uh, here's to a hundred more. Here's my conversation with the one, the only, my co-host Ben Craw. On the line, holy smokes, Ben Craw, we are at our 100th episode. This is what they call the OTL 100. Ben, can this you is it. it. We, we are, are here. here. Holy Folks. cow. Folks, it's OTL 100. It just blows my mind, man. Like, I, I, I cannot this is, fathom this that is, we are here. This is, I mean, this is like, like, uh, like the new millennium. This is. This is like what what it felt like uh, when Will Smith rang in the year two thousand. Incredible. We are doing that, um, but with our with, with our podcast. With our podcast that four yeah. people listen to, one of whom is my mom. Yeah, uh, big shout. My mom, mom does not listen, mom. but I did. I did tell her about it at Thanksgiving, so she's now Tremendous. aware of it. Tremendous. Yep. Well, doubt she'll uh, ever listen, but Mrs. Craw, Mrs. Wendelkin, thank you. We appreciate your your uh, your listening, and thank you. Yeah, to let's start else. here by thanking our moms. Thanking uh, our moms. Without, let's be honest. Without them, we never would have gotten to one hundred. Absolutely, um, we would have not gotten to one. Uh, to be honest, honest if, if we wouldn't have gotten to one. We would have never gotten into the NBA if our moms hadn't birthed us. Like, how mm-hmm. would we even know about you know this this wonderful this wonderful sports league, the National Basketball Association? Association, mm-hmm. Ben. Uh, it's incredible, man. We are 100 episodes old today. 100 years, 100 you know, episodes. Ben, everyone's been asking about it. Uh, you know, I've been getting questions left and right on the street. What are you guys going to do for OTL 100? Do you have any yeah. plans? What are you guys thinking? You know, are you, are you, are you going to have a special guest? Are you going to have you know one of the many bands that you're always talking about bringing on the show? Is someone going to? You're going to have a live band? Yeah, and we love live bands. You know what, Ben? I just felt like the most appropriate thing was we would just have a simple conversation between just the two of us and, uh, uh, yeah, maybe maybe just reflect a little bit about, 
you know, the past, uh, the show has evolved so much, reflect a little bit about the, the current state of the show, the, the present tense. And then maybe, I love that. Let's um, keep it intimate. Let's keep it between us. Yeah, just um, something simple. And then we'll, re- yeah. we'll reflect on the future, maybe kind of what we hope for, what we imagine for the next hundred episodes of the show. But I just thought today, um, you know, we don't need all the pomp and circumstance of uh, one of these big anniversary shows, you know, your Mark Marins of the world, uh, right. your Bill Simmons of the world world we're not we're not looking to do that we're looking to keep it really simple here very humble uh and just you know they say thank you to our listeners say thank you to our moms say thank you to to uh the national basketball association to to china um to the uh to our sponsor helix sleep which is a mattress Mm. company and uh keep it really simple ben so um why don't we begin um why don't we begin just there, talking a little bit about the past? You know, reflect a bit about on some of our some of our favorite episodes, kind of like you know, defining moments of the show, and, and anything that you love, anything that jumps to your mind when you close your eyes and think about uh, the OTL, where we've come, where we've come from thus far. I mean, I I feel like I I should almost turn that back to you, Chris, since mm. you are the one yeah. that started this. A lot of people might not know the origin story of this podcast because it's been on for so long it's become yeah. such a you know a part of people's lives Sensation. um yeah. you know it's it's a mainstay it feels like it's been around forever right. um but that's not true yeah uh this podcast started uh with episode one uh when was it that was two years ago can yeah. we get the, i'm looking back now i'm trying to figure out the 2018 very first yeah february 9 of 2018 so wow. it's been over a year oh um uh, and episode one. So this started out not as a um, uh, a partnership, Chris, mm. but it was it was you. It was your vision. It was your child. Right. Um, why don't we start there? What what inspired you to say, "Hey, I want to I want to have a podcast about basketball." It's so funny, man. Like I I had just moved from Los Angeles to New York, and uh, I had made some really amazing, meaningful friendships and relationships in California. And almost all of those relationships, you know, with my closest friends were forged in one way or the other through the sport of basketball. Um, I Mm -hmm. used to play in this Saturday pickup basketball game with a bunch of these guys. And I played fantasy basketball with you and, um, you know, different people that we've had on the show. And I was just I I was missing, um, you know, as a New York born and raised kid living in California. And I just so missed um the New York sports scene, which was like such a big part of my identity and life and something I just really like associated obviously with home. So when I was living in California, I got NBA league pass. Mm. And when I got league pass, uh, a, f- a bunch of different friends of mine asked if, Hey, why don't we all split it a few different ways? And so I kind of forged this friendship with all these different people in my life living in California who were transplants and we loved the NBA, would be up all night kind of texting about the league, about our fantasy teams, about our hometown teams. And so when I moved back from L.A. to New York to kind of, uh, you know, continue working in theater and doing film and TV stuff as an actor here in New York, I... I just missed I just missed my friends back in California very much and I quickly realized that like actually nothing really changes like when you you know Ben like you've since relocated to Philadelphia like mm-hmm. people are more connected now 
than ever, you know, vis-a-vis the iPhone, like texting, all of it, like social media, all of it. Like we are so interconnected and involved in each other's lives that I realized like I was actually closer with my friends vis-a-vis basketball now living in New York than I ever was even living in California because now we were so desperate to stay in touch with each other. Mm -hmm. So I kind of had this like, my phone kind of turned into like a Grand Central Station of uh, friends talking basketball with me. And I realized like the most productive thing to do as a creative person, you know, needing some sort of outlet every week was to just put this on the internet and record it for people to listen to. So it started initially just as this idea where I would like call up a different friend and talk to them about what was going on in their NBA universe, what they were noticing, thinking about what obsessions they were tracking in their fantasy league, you know, uh, what trades they were thinking about. Um, My first episode, of course, was with Matt Hobby, Mm -hmm. our friend uh, Matt, who's a wonderful, hilarious actor and talented person living out in LA. And Matt's a diehard Chicago Bulls fan and an avid fantasy basketball player. And so, you know, it just quickly turned into these kind of little conversations that I was having with people every week. And it was so fun for me to honestly touch base with a different friend who I was Mm -hmm. like really missing, but then also talk about my favorite thing, NBA basketball. Um, So that was the initial like genesis and idea for the show was just talking with friends of mine who, uh, who were on the other side of the country about the NBA And it kind of all came to a head with the NBA trade deadline in 2018. Um, I had kind of been ruminating on this idea of an NBA show, and all of these rumors just kept growing louder and louder and louder. And then Blake Griffin got traded, Ben. Right. That's right. It was the Blake Griffin trade. Blake Griffin got traded to the Pistons. It like rocked my world. It rocked my (laughs) whole concept. I mean, let's be honest. It rocked everywhere. It rocked all of our worlds. I'll never forget where I was the day I heard that Blake Griffin was traded. Unbelievable. Uh, But like, you know, I was living in LA as a basketball fan and had just moved back to New York. And now the, at that time, like the guy that was like the face of Los Angeles basketball, Blake Griffin, you know, he was like Blake Griffin and Chris Paul. They were like the the fun, the fun upcoming Lob City Clipper teams. Um, the guy that spearheaded that, uh, Blake Griffin, was suddenly gone. And so I was like, screw this. End of an era. And I went out to the store after an audition. And I was in Midtown Manhattan. I had an audition. I got out. My audition went okay. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go to that audio store on 8th Avenue. Uh, I went to, uh, do you know B&H? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. B&H, like the massive yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. audio and video I guess it's yeah, on place. like 9th Avenue or 10th Avenue over there yeah, by yeah. Penn Station. Not, yeah, right. not too far from the garden. Yeah. Right, right, right. And I got an audio recorder. I got a mic. I was just, I just like told the guy like basically what I was looking to do. He's like, oh, yeah, you just, just get one of these and one of these. And the guy's like, the guy the product union was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. You're the first person that's ever come like, in asking no for, for podcasting equipment. <laughs> it's 2018. No one is interested in making a basketball you're like, podcast. You're like, man. Yeah. oh my gosh, it's a 30 something white guy. Uh, yeah, let me take you to the podcasting section. Wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, Ben, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to believe this, but we are actually getting a call right now. What? From, What's that? From Billy Skifuri. Our friend Billy Skifuri. What? Let, what is wait, this? Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. Wait, yeah. what? Ben, I'm going to patch He's calling in. now? Yeah, I'm going to patch him in. One sec. 
Ben, on the line, we have just received a surprise telephone call from uh, Wait, Billy what? Skifuri in Los Angeles, California. Bill. What's this, Billy? Did my name come up on the screen? I was hoping it what? would be a surprise. Oh, my gosh. Bill, this is... I thought is... this was going to be a... I thought this was going to be a behind door number three type thing where you guys were going to have to figure out who it was. This is incredible. Bill, what, is, what are you calling for, pal? You, we got, know we you got Billy on the line live in person. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, not in person, but on the line, on the phone. Gentlemen, you, you should know that I call you guys every single day. However, you're, this just happens to be the day you're in the studio. So I, it's really actually a big day for me. I usually incredible. just get a, You finally yeah. got through. Wow. Finally got through. Yeah, it feels like calling radio stations when I was 13 years old. But listen, I have a message for you guys. Okay, A very ahead. specific oh. message. Okay. It's two words, and oh. it's very important. And those two words are happy birthday. What? 100 years old. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> That's right. That's right. 100 years old. My God, you guys have grown up before our eyes. You're so fast. We're so proud of you. Bill, incredible, incredibly moving. It's hardly yeah. expected. I have to say, this is the last thing Ben and I ever expected was to be getting a phone call from you. But yeah, um, I can't believe you remembered. I can't, it's it's really touching that you thought of us, moving. Bill. Are you guys having a birthday party? Are you guys having a basketball birthday party? How, what what are you what are you doing to celebrate? Well, today? yeah, we've got some. I've I've got a couple bottles of champagne over here in Philadelphia That's that right. I am. Uh, Currently double fisting. <laughs> I have a I have a, a cup of coffee over here, Bill. But yeah, Ben and I are just gonna chat and kind of reminisce about all the great times we've had on the line here. And wow, to get a, a phone call from you today, I mean, it means a lot yeah. to the both of us. It's literally a cherry on the top of our birthday cake uh, to 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 hear from uh, from our old friend Bill here. Ben, you know uh, you know how you know how I feel about both of you. Um, but I gotta admit, I'm a little disappointed to oh. hear that to celebrate your hundredth episode, Ben is drinking champagne <laughs> and Chris is drinking coffee because I was hoping uh-huh. that to celebrate your hundredth episode and hundredth birthday, you guys you guys were going to do tree drafts part two. Wow. <laughs> you like the tree draft? Round I was really hoping that we were going to celebrate with another round of I mean, we could trees. do a, a couple of quick impromptu tree drafts, uh, uh, tree selections tempt- right now if you want. I mean, off the top of the head, Bill, do you have there, any trees you'd like to draft? Is there a tree I you're mean, particularly <laughs> fond of, Billy? No, not really. It's really just I had so much fun. I've listened mm. to your show. I'd <laughs> say I've listened to 94% of your sure. entire catalog. Of course. And uh, maybe a couple have slipped past me. <laughs> okay, we could, bump, we could bump that number up a little bit, but yeah. When you wake up and you just see the word tree yeah. associated with your favorite basketball yeah. podcast, yeah. there's like mm. a lot of pieces that start like mm-hmm. spinning around in your mind. And when I listened, you guys said the word tree yep. 90 times that episode. <laughs> and every time you did, I just I smiled again. You guys took the word tree. <laughs> Yeah. So seriously, we said it a lot that episode, and we've said it a lot since. Uh, the- I don't know if it's me. I don't know if I've never heard like really tall guys referred to as trees in the league, <laughs> but trees. it's so satisfying. Yep, yep. Well, I know Ben and Billy. You guys are both particular of a certain tree. Uh, Mark Eaton is that? Is that not? Yeah, is that a tree? my number yeah. one pick. Yeah, yes. number one tree. Um, there is, I believe his email address is like markeaton at sevenfootfour.com. I think that's correct. What? Yeah, yeah, we're not blowing <laughs> up his spot. You can just go to his website, which I believe is like sevenfootfour.com or something. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. That is yeah. fucking perfect. Um, 
And while I just while we're talking about Mark Eaton's email, if you email him, he won't write back. So there's that. <laughs> oh. Good to know. <laughs> not going to stop me. Not going to stop me from doing it. <laughs> That's right, Ben Cross. That's exactly right. <laughs> All right. Well, Bill, I know you got to get into work, but thanks for calling in, man. This was awesome. Um, oh, please. Ob- the pleasure yeah, is such, a, such a treat. A OTL real birthday has treat. It's been a uh, labor of love. We couldn't have done it without all of our friends chipping in. So thanks for uh, taking a couple minutes here. And over the last year, thanks for uh, all the support. And we'll we'll talk to you at some point later in the season, all right? Yeah, man. I know we goof around, but you guys are kicking ass. Uh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. All right, Bill. Thank you so much for calling in. We'll talk to you, uh, talk to you real soon. All right. Talk to you on the line. Later, dude. Bye. See you, Bill. Wow. Okay, Ben, can, I can't believe that. Billy. What a Billy, surprise. What Incredible. a surprise. Billy just calls us out of nowhere. Uh, anyways, where were we? We were saying, <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I bought this audio recorder. And, and, B&H, and like, there you are on 9th Ave in yep, Manhattan. Yep, yep, yep. And then, Inspired uh, by Blake Griffin's departure from Los Angeles. Ha- just has to get a take out there. Looking, you, you're just. Yep. Yep, and yeah. I was literally just looking at YouTube tutorials on like how to set up my recorder, and I got it to work. And then I called Matt, and he, he, it was like, "Can you hear me?" He could hear me. I saw that it was recording, and it was like, "Away we go!" And, and then, boom, uh, you were podcasting. A podcast you were doing was it. Born, yeah. I a podcast was born in that instant. Instantly, man. And I just, wow. I just like pulled the name on the line out of my butt. Like I was talking to Matt on the phone. I was like, great. This is what the podcast is going to be called on the line. I'm going to call someone different every week. And I literally found a piece of music in my iTunes folder. And, uh, and that was Shouts it. Shouts to, uh, what, what was the original song? Uh, uh, Peter Bjorn and John had a song right. called. <laughs> I wanted to say Peter, Paul and Mary. I'm like, wait, that's not right. <laughs> Peter Bjorn and John were so wonderful. They said, please take this song. Tomorrow yeah. has to wait. We know it's a sensation, but like we know right now you really need it for your podcast. Yeah. We give you full, uh, full copyright permission. permission. Yeah. No um, questions we, asked. We will certainly never sue you no now way. or at any point in the future no way, so really appreciate that yeah, very cool of them very cool of them and then uh yeah and so suddenly i had a podcast i was calling different people every week just kind of catching up hearing their thoughts on the league and uh and you know i think i called you within our first five or six episodes yeah i was on episode five was uh was was my first one the renaissance of ben craw oh, which was a a reference to my mm-hmm. uh my sort of rediscovery of the yes. game of basketball of course which is... famously you had this dark period in your life where you mm-hmm. renounced basketball the knicks put a black bar on their jersey and uh, they <laughs> traded away our heroes, uh, Mason and Oakley and Ewing and Starks. And you said, no more to basketball, no more. And mm-hmm. uh, you had a dark period, but you've since come back. Fantasy basketball has sort of, um, you know, helped you, taught you to love again. You know, you rediscovered yeah, really your love did. for basketball. And uh, so it's great to have you back. Wait, Ben, uh, one sec. I. We are getting a call. You're not going to believe this. We're getting a call from Marty Michael out in Wait, Los Angeles. Wait, another call? Another call. Yeah, hang on, Ben. This is Marty Michael out in Los Angeles, California. Let's patch him in. Marty. Oh, my God, guys. How are you? Marty, what, what is the occasion? What, 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 what is this shock. all about? Yeah. Happy 100th episode, oh, guys. Oh, geez, this Marty. This is huge. This uh, is, you that remembered. Is... I gave you five tops. This is massive. Wow. I, I have to say, Marty, this is totally unexpected to be getting a call from you. Thank you very much. I can't that, believe you remembered. Thank that, you, Marty. Uh, this means, never have missed this. This means so much. <laughs> so much. Marty, a lot, is, a lot is going on in your life. That means a lot that you would call. Uh, you are a huge Blazers fan, Portland, Oregon native. Uh, you, oh, my God. The, 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 Last night... 
Yeah. Last night was huge. So as I told everyone who texted me, yep. it can't get any worse. Breaking I'm news. Very, very excited. Carmelo Anthony will be a Portland Trailblazer. Uh, Marty, real quick, how excited are you to have Melo playing with Lillard and McCollum? And of course, our favorite future superstar, Anthony Simons. How how excited are you to uh, have Melo on the team? Well, I'll just say we finally have our big four with the four wow. names that you named. <laughs> yeah, baby. So we're That's ready right. to roll straight back to the Western Conference. Uh, it's the new banana boat. Oh, my God. I, I actually do love Simon. He's 19 years old. Oh my what God. a firecracker. Yeah, he's pretty fantastic. Yeah. This is crazy. He, when was the last time he played? He, so it's been a, a year. year and a half ago? It, yeah, it's been Less a year, than, oh, okay. year, year he and played, a half. He played, what, like 30 games last season? No, I, I don't even think it was 30. I think he played like yeah, 10 I think or it was 12 like, games. Yeah. <laughs> Really? Like 14, I think. Yeah, oh. I think it was like basically this time last year the Rockets cut him, yeah. and then it ne- nothing ever happened from there. So, but Marty, real quick, because I know you're a little under the weather, tell us why Mello on the Blazers is going to work. So, there's there's one connection that kind of ties this all together. Yeah, and it's uh it's it's Brickley, it's Coach Brickley. Wow. And it's the Ooh. CJ and the Mello workouts over the summers. Those guys are definitely close. They're two of the original guys that ever worked out with him. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like they're they're homies. And I think that the reason he probably wound up signing with the Blazers is he didn't really have a ton of options, but then he felt familiar with CJ around. And I think that it's just kind of like they're just going to see what happens. Yeah. Take it from the workout, take it to the court. Sure. And wh- I weren't, think- weren't McCollum and Lillard always like recruiting Mello from afar? Am I, am I crazy? Weren't they always kind of like trying to get him to join the team? Right? Wasn't that like a thing that was happening on social media for, for a period of time there, like a, a year or so ago? You know what? I'm not remembering too clearly, but I'm sure that they are all like, once you get to that level, you're all just kind of know of each other and are friends, right? Right, right. And they're always just kind of like, hey, come play with us, come play with us. Yeah. I mean, CJ and Dame have been recruiting people for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I think it's also probably uh, pretty important that the Blazers are currently um, divvying up their power forward minutes among the likes of Mario Hazonia, Scal Labissier, and <laughs> I don't even who is who else is in, is actually Anthony, like, like Anthony Tolliver. Tolliver, oh, of course. How could Anthony I forget Tolliver? How could you yeah. forget Tolliver, Ben? That's insulting. Yeah, yeah. It's, we we actually only have two players who are playable right now at that are like traditional fours and fives yeah two sorry we have three we have three we have three it's anthony tolliver uh, hassan whiteside uh, and uh, of course Scal Labusier. oh yeah. boy Those are oh the boy only three we have a murderer's like, row <laughs> it's, it's insane i mean yeah. mario is traditionally a three he's oh, like right he's on. flirting in the four yeah I mean, right. we're gonna play we're gonna have a lineup of dame yeah cj simon's Hood and mellow. That's to be like our small. <laughs> it's the future of basketball, the right game. there. Yeah, that is that is like our small ball killer lineup. Yeah. Watch out! Watch out, world. Marty, before we what let is, you what go, is the what is the uh, the northwest uh, coast uh, version of the Hamptons? Is that's there, right. Is there is there a nickname? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Cannon Beach, and it's very quaint. <laughs> the Cannon Beach, the Cannon Beach Five, we call them. Marty, before <laughs> yeah, <laughs> before we let you go, tell us something quickly about Anthony Simons. Uh, a lot of I don't know, you know, how many of our listeners are familiar with this guy, but what do you like about Anthony Simons thus far? Uh, I, I just really like his aggressiveness. Yeah. I think a, a, for a nineteen-year-old, he has the confidence to do whatever he wants. Yeah. And they've given him the green light. And uh, I think that that there, there, it just goes to show that he has a lot of potential. Like if he keeps 
if he keeps this aggressiveness up and just gets a, to be a better player yeah. overall, he's going to be a very, very good. What's his, uh, uh, what's his style of play like? If someone hasn't seen him, how would you describe him to someone that's never seen him play? You'd be like, he's kind of like this guy with a cross of this guy or something like that. I mean, he's a lot, honestly, he's a lot like Dame. Oh, he's really? He's just a little taller. Yeah, yeah. And, and skinnier. Um, Dame's more of like a cannonball. And, and this guy like is still just a young, wiry little frame. But he t- he's... He's a spot-up shooter from anywhere, and then his drives and his ability to finish at the rim is just—it's really, really nice. Yeah, like he can put it up high off the backboard. He can dunk really easily. He's super hyper athletic. Yeah, silky smooth three-point shot. Yeah. Oh my god, he's pretty awesome. And he had like he had a kind of a crazy story, right? He like didn't go to college, or he went to just like a like sort of like a like an NBA prep academy like after high school. Is that right? IMG Academy. It's that right. weird thing that you go to instead of college, In where Florida you spend or something? a year. <laughs> I don't even know where it is. Yeah. You play for a year uh, to get your eligibility for the NBA. You take that year off. Jeez. Crazy. Of, yeah. It's like instead of going abroad, basically. Yeah. Good for uh, him. I respect anyone that, uh, that that skips college. That's 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 a big plus <laughs> in the <that> book. <laughs> All right, Marty. Um, thanks for calling in. I know you're a little under the weather here. It means a lot to Ben and I. And yeah, uh, man, we should remind our listeners. Mar- you, you might remember Marty from uh, all the way back to episode 25, oh, that's uh, right. the, the the quarter the jail- century mark, the was Jailblazers, the, the Jailblazers episode. episode. Oh, yeah, boy. that's right. That was a landmark one. So if any, if any of our listeners want to go back and hear a lot more about the uh, the, Portland the Portland franchise. Jailblazers. Check out check out F twenty five. Well, we appreciate you calling in, man, and uh, come back on some point later in the season. We'll talk. We'll touch base about the uh, the Blazers and Mellow, and uh, we'll uh, we'll chat a little bit more then. Sounds great. All right, thanks, and man. Congratulations on a hundred, guys. Thanks a lot. Uh, talk to you soon. Thank you, Marty. Fantastic Bye. stuff. Wow. Okay. Incredible stuff, Ben. Can I can't can't believe that, man. Just Marty Michael calling out of the blue to wish yeah. us happy one hundred. That was awesome. What a, special, what, a, what a guy. You what a guy, get, Marty. You don't get that every day of the week. That's pretty nice. No. Wow. That was a shock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting, man. Thinking back on the show, though, like one of the defining moments, kind of skipping ahead here a little bit, one of the defining moments for me was really our Colangelo and Burnergate investigation. Right. Right. That so, was a turning point for me. It was. It was a turning point for me, too, because I was not, um, you know, again, a lot of regular listeners might not realize this. I was not a regular guest. I was not even a co-host, uh, 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 you know, not a regular guest, let alone a co-host. I was um, I was on episode five, and then I didn't uh, come on again until episode 12. Mm. Um, and then it was, um, and then my, my sort of frequency uh, suddenly accelerated <laughs> uh, dramatically. It was on episode 15. Yeah. Not a normal caller, a Brian Colangelo burner retrospective. Yeah, with Ben Craw, um, back on June fifth, on in the sum, in the uh, early summer of twenty eighteen, um, and then after that episode, it was suddenly like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this like all the time. Yeah, uh, this is this is way too much fun. Yeah, um, and then not long after that, we started our our draft series. Yep. We started our deep dives. And that's really where the where the podcast kind of took shape. Yeah, um, I think that was like sort of the. I think the Burnergate uh, Colangelo episode for me, it was like first of all we talked pretty late at night. It was like eleven thirty at night. Yes, I talked. do remember that. Yeah, and I was, was like, first of all, it was just one of the weirder stories that we had been able to discuss in the last like year or so on the pod. You know, like, and I remember you said this thing at the beginning of the show where you were like. 
let's just like establish and get this out of the way. It's okay to have fun with this story. Like it's like very sad and weird and this guy's going to lose his job, but like we need to be able to laugh about this and like have fun because it's so ridiculous. That was very important to me. I was like, I I don't have to feel bad about just like having a fucking ball with this, right? No, no, absolutely (laughs) not. Especially on a podcast, again, that's listened like exclusively by our moms. So like... But even then, I wouldn't want our moms to think that we were assholes. Of course, you know? of course. But like, just that whole thing, man, like, I, I, I think for me, that was like a big turning point where I realized like, oh, this is what I want like the show to feel like where we're mm-hmm. talking about things like this and having conversations at this level. And I just remember talking about like that whole, you know, the article written by Ben Dietrich uh, called The Curious Case of Brian Colangelo and the Secret Twitter Accounts. And uh, Colangelo, you know, famously was running these burner accounts online and just everything from the uh, board. Could have been his firm. wife. Who knows? Oh, Stuff yeah. To say. Yeah. The law firm of Paul and Weiss. Oh, Paul and Weiss. Dude, Can't forget them. Everything yeah. about that story was just so mind blowing to me. But yeah, that to me was like one of the moments I look back on and kind of point to and be like, yeah, this is where the show started feeling like the show. Yeah, that was like our our 2001 Space Odyssey yeah. like monolith yes. uh, moment where we were like, oh, okay, this is our 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 purpose, yep. uh, our our direction. <laughs> yep. Whoa, yeah, Ben. Yeah. Sorry, we're getting a we're getting another call. This is insane. Wait. Are you yeah. serious? Another I'm one? I'm serious, Jeez. man. This is Alex Fumero out in Los Angeles. Al- you know Alex. He's a big uh, NBA NBA fan. Loves the Miami Heat. Let's patch him of in Of course. Here. Wow. Yeah. Can't believe he's calling. Yep. From uh, Los Angeles, California. Alex, how are you? What 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 is this all about? Congratulations, buddy. Oh, Congrats. Oh, wow. This is Alex. too much. You remembered, Alex. Incredible. Most people don't. Don't. Uh, uh, stick with anything, but you stuck with this a hundred episodes. Is that That's incredible? Real. Is that yeah. incredible? I've, I have a co-host now, my friend Ben. Is this something or what? Hi, Ben. I, hi. We have, uh, what can I say? We have a lot of free time on our hands. <laughs> uh, not not <laughs> much else going on in our lives. So. Alex, you, you, yeah. you have famously, uh, the audience knows you, of course, from our Miami Heatles episode. You're a big fan of the Miami Heatles all things Miami sports and uh, they're your team. Yeah, that was all the way back uh, episode 16, one wow. of the early ones. Wow, one of the early ones. Alex, your uh, team, what, the Miami Heat, let's face it, the, this is a juggernaut in the Eastern Conference. The Miami Heat are atop the standings right now, Alex. How are you feeling about your, your squad down there in South Beach? Well, I mean, they held the tables turned because I think the last time I spoke, <laughs> I was pretty distraught. That's right. Wow. my team. But yeah, you know these guys are these guys remind me of vintage Heat. Like this yeah. is this is sort of like the LeBron era. Yep. You know, big defensive yep. focus. A lot of young guys with a lot of uh, uh, potential, surrounded by smart vets that know the culture. I mean, you know, there's always this in Pat we trust motto. You know, yeah. I, mean, I have to say, for the last like two or three years, I've been. Uh, you know, I've been a, a doubting Thomas, but uh, but but you know, I'm glad I stuck with it because you know Kendrick Nunn and you oh, know man. these guys are really paying off out of nowhere. Yeah, dude. Right. Riley finds these guys uh, out of nowhere. Just all these guys. Who are these guys? Kendrick Nunn. Who is this? You know, it's, I think this just goes back to uh, Riley's focus on feeling that. So the alarm, like offensive, being like I think the best example of that. 
uh, and, and be patient on that front, but you, you kind of can't teach tenacity. Mm. Um, and, and I think that's I think that's what this is really all about. Ben, you had a question? Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to ask Alex, how does it feel to uh, replace uh, the um, like rotting stump of Hassan Whiteside with uh, Bam Adebayo, like one of the most uh, fucking exciting and like and and just fun to watch uh, players in the entire league right now? Man, it is. It's like it's like a thousand pounds off my chest. <laughs> I, mean, I, I can't tell you. How many times I have lost my voice screaming uh, in Spanish uh, at Hassan Whiteside <laughs> at the television? He's infuriating because he's like he is like the the embodiment of the Miami Dolphins for the last fifteen uh, years. It's like one game he just goes off, and then when it matters, he's like, "I just don't feel like playing today." Yeah, and, and having him gone is so great, especially with someone like Bam, who's like. On top of it, just like a clown, which I also feel like is kind of part of the culture. Uh, I, lo- I love Bam so much. He's one of my faves. And the best, yeah. Alex, give us just a quick thought before I let you go on the Jimmy Butler experience. How special has it been having Jimmy Buckets in South Beach? Uh, you know, I gotta say, <laughs> I gotta say, Jimmy, uh, I'm glad we have him. I don't think we could have been without him. But it's, it, it, I'm, I'm getting kind of like LeBron echoes of like, oh, yeah. I Ben lives in Philadelphia and had firsthand experience with Jimmy Butler last year on the Sixers. Yeah, yeah. I know the, I know the feeling. Yeah. And by the way, speaking of Philadelphia, just quickly, uh, 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 Dion Waiters, oh. you know, his future with the team, who knows? A few weeks back, he had the incident with the weed gummies That's overdose. Right. That's right. And I'm really worried about him because I don't, I, I don't think he can go back to South Philly now. Like, I think once you overdose on, on, on weed gummies, gummies they just <laughs> revoke your... Yeah, they revoke your... That's where Meek Mill is from. Meek Mill did time. You know what I mean? And Dion's going to go back and be like, yeah, I OD'd on some, like, mango weed gummies. <laughs> so good. Uh, so good. Poor guy. Poor All guy. Right. I really do feel... I feel for him, actually. That, Alex, that, that, like, story... A lot of people were, like, dunking on, on Dion for yeah. that. But I was like... You know what, man? Like having a, a panic attack on an airplane after no after uh, yeah. having too many gummies. You know, like there, but for the grace of God, go I. You, you know what I mean? Oh, I just I think that's so funny that he had a weed panic attack on an airplane. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Uh, all right, listen, uh, Alex. I, Thanks, thanks for calling in. I know you got stuff to do. I really appreciate it. And uh, let's have you back on the show at some point later in the season to talk all things heat, right? That'd be great. That'd be great. And congratulations again, and welcome, Ben. uh, Uh, Thank uh, you, Alex. Thanks, man. I'll talk to you soon, Alex. Take care. All right, bye. I got to say, I... I don't know where these calls are coming from. I was these not expecting are, any of this. These this guys is... are talking to each other or what? That's insane. Alex. Yeah, Romero this almost feels like us. it was planned or something, but I, I guess not. It's, yeah. This is just an, an organic outpouring of love. Really, wow, really touching. <sighs> Very moving. Well, anyways, um, what, what were you talking about? Oh, we were saying just like the origins of the show and stuff. And, um, you know, when I feel like when we introduced, the, when you introduced the concept of drafts to me yeah. on the show, that's when and I And I have like, to give another shout out. Yes. Uh, again, this isn't the, uh, uh, we, we are not the podcast that invented the draft format. No. Um, uh, in fact, it, uh, I listened to another podcast, or you and I both listened to, called mm-hmm. uh, The Pause Cast yes. with 
Michael Shore and Joe Posnanski. That's right. I don't think they invented the draft format either, um, because uh, you know drafts have existed uh, in in various uh, you know sort of forms uh, for a pretty long time now. But uh, that was the first podcast I listened to where they where they drafted things, and I was like, oh, this is this is the best. Yes. This is the most fun. Yes. Um, I want to do this. Uh, so I just shamelessly uh, ripped off that format from mm-hmm. them. We started doing it. Um, focusing on on our uh, our various uh, our favorite things about the you know NBA. our yeah our passions and our loves such as NBA haircuts yes. I believe that was our first yep. one is that right yeah Ben and haircuts I gotta say that really st- set the stage for me for like what would become obviously like yeah. part of the show that I was a real tone setter I'm so of, I'm so glad that that was our first one I got a piece of trivia on, for you Ben so uh, to determine our first overall pick in our hair draft. Oh, we, I remember this. We flipped a CD in lieu of yeah. us, neither of us having a coin. So yeah, my yeah. question for you is, Ben, do you know what CD we flipped at your apartment in Brooklyn to, defer, to determine the first overall pick in the hair draft? Wow. I have not gone back and listened to that mm-hmm. episode. So this is just pulling out I of my, to, my own memory. and listen to it, yeah. Was it the, was it the Swinger soundtrack? Unbelievable! <laughs> <laughs> Music from the Miramax motion picture swingers. Oh, classic. Yes. I can't believe I I am just I mean, you know, one of the great pieces of music out there. A compact disc of the swingers soundtrack from 1996. You and Kane had CDs all over your apartment. I can't believe you knew that we flipped the swingers CD. (laughs) Yeah, I can still see it uh, spinning on the floor of my kitchen in Bed-Stuy. Ben, you're not going to believe this. Uh, We're getting another call. It's David Futternick calling from Wow, LA. another you know, one? David, huge Knicks fan. This of is course. just the craziest thing. Here we are talking NBA oh, wow. haircuts. Patch him in, patch him yeah, in. Yeah, here's David. I'm going to patch him in. Dave, what is this all about? What, what are you calling in for, man? You got things to do. What, what are you doing? I'm so busy, but I had to take a minute to call in oh, and incredible. tell you guys happy... 100 oh my god. On the line. Oh my god, Dave. The best the best deep divers on the Dave, internet. Dave, you are really something. <laughs> that this guy means, takes that this means guy the takes time us. out yeah. of his own extremely busy podcasting career. That's right. To, to call in. Unbelievable um, that you would do that, Dave. Thank what you. a treat, Dave. Thank you so much. The treat is all mine. <laughs> so, Dave, uh, we are recording this uh, a week or two before it will actually run, but last night was a momentous occasion for our New York Knicks. Of course, the it, the snake, yeah. the one, the only, Chris Stapps Porzingis came back to the world's most famous arena. He Madison slithered Square, his way <laughs> back, to the, back to the East Coast. Holy shit. Correct. Dave, how are you feeling this morning processing what was a momentous evening for all of us back East? I am, uh, you, can, you can't see me, uh, Chris, but I am, I'm glowing. <laughs> mm. I am beaming. Yep. Um, my my fiance is gonna leave me. She's jealous because <laughs> she's she's never seen me look this way. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it feels uh, good, no, doesn't I, it? I'm amazed. I, I'm uh, I'm I feel uh, terrible for my Twitter followers who do not care about the Knicks oh, because I have people, been man. posting nonstop. Yeah. yeah. Dude, it's uh, uh, yeah. Guess what? If they if they don't like it, uh, you, they you don't need them. Get them out of your I, life. I assume that my friends who don't care about the NBA have 
have long muted me. Right. <laughs> Dave. Many years ago. I mean, Ben and I were just talking before you called in. Yeah, here. we did we did like a full like 45 it's, minute long. It's insane, uh, like, but like, like last a, last night just felt like an old school fucking Knicks game again. You know what I mean? It was Yeah, like, like an old playoff game. Dude, it was it, everything was right there and it was like Reggie Miller was in the building calling the game. Right. Tim Hardaway and Tim Hardaway senior and junior were in the house. You know what I mean? It was just like Everything. Spike in his Spike. weird orange sweater. Oh my god, man! Yeah. It was just, it, without a doubt, without a doubt, there is no greater home court advantage in the NBA. When there's something for us to root for, when there is something for us to care about, there is no better place to play basketball than the world's most famous arena, Madison Square Garden. Oh, Yard. absolutely. Uh, uh, hold on one second, though, there, guys. Uh, didn't you hear Joseph Sy say that uh, <laughs> that, the, that, the, that the Brooklyn Nets were going to uh, become the the kings of New York? Well, it's <laughs> it's been an issue, Ben, Dave, Ben. You both, neither of you, live in New York City anymore. And let me tell you, the Nets emergence has been it has been hostile. It's they these Nets fans are breathing down my neck every time I yeah. leave my apartment. Is the, guys, is this city just a wash? In, it's just a like, wash in, in black, weird, gray, jerseys. gray. Oh, Tell, yep. like black and white and gray everywhere you can't because go they're... anywhere anymore without just being hey, harassed by these Kyrie fans you mm. uh you can't blame them I'd rather root for the team with four wins than the team with three wins wow there it is <laughs> bang <laughs> these front runners yeah <laughs> just god. lobbing bombs oh my god mm. so boy oh boy that game last night Porzingis Frank Marcus Morris we have and like, uh, you Mitch know, I- you you always hear that like oh like 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 home court advantage is like an advantage to an extent but it's not like really but like he legitimately like seemed sure. rattled that yeah. first quarter like no, no he doubt, was just dude. like he was bricking shots he like threw the ball away yep. like he, yeah. he I mean to be to be fair he has been bricking shots all season long that's true um, um, yeah so this is true yeah but, but dude, um, the other thing Dave is looked, like he like, looked like he was frustrated as much as, yeah. as much as i felt like we got in his in his head i also felt like the home court like the fans like really boosted our whole team you know what i mean like the undeniably totally. our team played harder last night than it has all season and it was literally because the environment was so fucking chaotic and insane um it was just it was just like this spiritual boost you know what i mean it was like you know it was like the sixth man off the bench the the fans last night definitely well dave now, we can uh, we we can cut this if you want but i have to ask dave uh I, I don't know if you're comfortable putting this on the record but you do have a little uh personal history with with porzingis is that right Giannis, that indeed. oh do not cut it <laughs> <laughs> I, I i hand the platform to you my friend yeah so um I do um, an NBA podcast with a couple buddies, and one of my co-hosts and I made an animated uh, like episode of a show that we kicked around making more of and decided not to. But it was basically the premise was that this was, and this was when Perzingis was obviously still in the Knicks. But he was in his free time, he was a detective for the NYPD. Oh my gosh! <laughs> How brilliant is that? It was it was back when the you know the city really really liked him a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the premise wouldn't really work anymore. Um, well, it's actually incredible because I've seen I've watched the episode, which is fucking fantastic, by the way. But I, I I love like all the little like subtle nods of like you know there's like there's like some some prophetic little lines in there about 
you know, we would never trade you or whatever it was. Like, they're like little, like, things where you're like, ah, if we only, if he only knew. I know. And then there's, like, a whole part where, like, people, like, like, the bad guy is like trying to shoot him, and like all these next fans <laughs> yes. one by one are just jumping in front of bullets. Yeah. So, like, yeah, to take a bullet for him. Jesus. Um, yeah. But anyway, so he, like, he and his like people like caught hold of it, and his brother reached out, Giannis. Giannis. Uh, the king of the snakes. Yeah. <laughs> Re- big big brother snake. Right, the brother snake, and he was like, he was like. Uh, Oh man, like Chris Epps loved it so much. Like we should schedule a meet and greet uh, when we're out in LA. So we went to the Laker game uh, when the Knicks were in town, and he completely blew us off. And yeah. then a whole separate other time, I was at MSG for a Knicks game, and he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, when you're here, like uh, you know, text me." And then like completely ghosted us. Jesus. I was like, Dude. "So it's twice." So twice. So after the Laker game. Coast to coast. <gasps> wow. That's incredible. Wow. <laughs> and to, to like to be clear, he reached out to you first. It's not oh, like yes, you were right. like some fan pestering him that he didn't want to deal with. Like he they went out of his way to like contact you guys. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like he like he took it upon himself to like text um Matt and be like Oh, we, we like we really want to meet you guys, like all that, you know, BS. Wow, gotta say, I can't, I can't say it surprises me. The height can't, of insult. I mean, he's that an is the behavior he's of a, a snake. Dallas deserves him. He is a snake, and they deserve whatever they the, get. Exactly, and then cut to the streets of Latvia, and man, even his own people are beating him up now. Jeez. Ooh, ooh, burn! Dave, Dave, got him. Dave, got him. some salt wow. in. The wound. Love uh, it. Uh, well, oh, but man, la- the the last week, those those two games against the Mavs were just like we can, we we can live with like the rest of this miserable season now. Yeah, just, like be so satisfied. That'll by those carry points. us, man. Yeah. That'll carry us the whole the rest of the year. You know, Chris like, and I are, would be good too. Sure, I would, yeah. would like to beat the Nets. Sure, beat the that Nets. Would be, be beat cool. beat Chris Dapps and get RJ to just jump to the next level and and obviously Mitch and and get Frank on the court those are the objectives for the rest of the year I know yeah, look at yeah. what a difference just like just Mitch just being out there what a difference it makes for the entire team it's just like yep yeah, yeah, it turns yeah. out he's pretty good. Should probably yeah, be he, playing minutes over Bobby Portis. <laughs> I don't know, just 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 my take. Yeah, those were just the right amount of minutes for Bobby Portis. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yes. All right, Dave, I appreciate you calling in, man. Uh, this caught Ben and I by total surprise. We had no idea yeah. that you were planning a, this. A real shock and a delight. This is a real delight for us, so... Thank you very much. I can't uh, believe you remembered our birthday. <laughs> so so thoughtful of you. Always. I have it written down. I have it written down. <laughs> well, listen, we'll talk soon, man. This is going to be a long season for us, so we'll uh, we'll have you back on sometime in the next month or two to talk more NBA and all things Knicks, all right? Awesome. Take care. And should, should we also just quickly remind our, our listeners, if you want to go back yes. and, and uh, listen to some episodes, uh, Dave was on episode 33 mm. and uh, 54, I believe. And Dave, uh, give us, the, you have two podcasts that that you're working on right now you have the super hoopers and you have a new sopranos podcast right correct yeah we're like basically going episode by episode of sopranos and oh, um god it's it's wow. me and uh, what a labor of love joe spellman and uh our buddy paul jesus uh so did and, i tell you yeah, i'm then, re-watching and, the sopranos right now from the first episode of the first season and it's just incredible and i cannot absolutely wait to tear into your podcast what what's the pod called the sopranos pod it's called oh like O-H with a bunch of exclamation points. <laughs> <laughs> this is a podcast. Oh! <laughs> Imagine Polly Walnut saying it. <laughs>
Perfect. And then you do an NBA pod called the Super Hoopers, which is Ben and I both listen to all the time. So freaking enjoyable. We love. Great pod. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. I love how you guys you guys have such a little like uh, like a nose for like random little stories. Like I did. Like I it was it was thanks to your podcast that I learned of the uh, the The JJ Reddick Reddick. and 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 his wife uh, you know school saga. Yeah, Chelsea Reddick. Oh, uh, man. It, absolutely nice, incredible. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, keep it coming. Keep it coming. All right, Dave. Appreciate we, it, boys. We, we love your work. We appreciate the call, and we'll talk to you in a little bit, all right? Feeling is mutual. Congrats, boys. All right, later. Bye. All right, man. Thank you. Wow. Incredible, man. David Great call Frederick, from Dave. Unbelievable that he would remember us on our big day. So so nice to Jesus, hear from him. man. Um, all right. Well, thinking back to the origins of the show, some, some of the uh, defining moments, we got we to gotta give a big shout out here, I think, also to the deep dives. And when we talk to you yeah. guys, man, we, we got, I got to say, you went into such a deep, dark spiral with the Allen Iverson oh, research. Boy. I mean, I've really <clears throat> never seen yeah. you jump that far down the rabbit hole. I've seen I you. D- I, yeah, I, I haven't, I didn't know that, that was in me either. Um, and we should note that we have not finished that deep dive. We stopped. We just kind of trailed off at a yep. certain point. It was like, two, I think, 2000, 2001. Maybe this summer, man. I think this summer we will pick up. Yeah, we'll get we back into off. it. We are not finished. Don't worry, folks. We have not forgotten about oh, the, no. the Alan Iverson. so much more of that story to tell. Yeah. Uh, so but, if, you, um, if you put in the work during season one of Iverson, just know that chapters, you know, seven through 14, are, they are coming. Yeah, uh, or might, Perhaps fifty-five. We don't know. Fifty-five. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Wow. Yeah, that was that was again a, like a turning point where I realized, like at first it was like, oh yeah, we'll do an episode. Maybe maybe it'll a two-parter, right. and we'll talk about Iverson. And I was like, Dude, sure, I can I can do that. Even like, a two-parter felt so massive and crazy. And then yeah. when I saw what you brought to the table, <laughs> my my for the Iverson stuff, with your notes, notes, I was like, yeah. Oh, this is literally insane. Like, I remember a friend asking me, hey, the Iverson thing is great. Like, how, how many parts are you thinking? And I was like, I would love conservatively if we get home by episode eight. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't really yeah, know. A, if a we normal. Can, I don't know if we can do this in eight chapters. So I'll, yeah. I'll let you know. Yeah. What are we up to now? I think we left left off at four or five. Is that right? Something like four that. Four or five. Yeah. I got to double yeah. check. Insane. I feel like eight is probably doable. Yeah. I think so. Uh, I, I, I feel like so. towards the end, it gets less interesting. But. Sure. Um, but anyway, yeah, that was amazing. I'll never forget. Yeah, coming to your to your place in Queens right. to do that uh, the, the first couple of chapters in person, mm. um, and uh, yeah, buying that buying the book by whoever what's his name I don't know I forget. But uh, mm. yeah, definitely diving deeper than I ever um, thought I would I would be diving. Sure. Uh, but again, that that's kind of like how the whole podcast has happened, where it was just like, sure, this seems like a fun thing I to know. do, you know, like once a month, whatever. Right. Maybe I'll call in every now and, and then. Like the more I did it, the more I'm like, oh wait, this is like all I want to do. This is just yeah. really. And I'm like squeezing it into like late night hours. I'm doing, you know, I'm I'm like absolutely like, uh, just you know, ignoring. Sort of where like I remember you were just pitching me ideas, sending me articles, and I was like, oh, I don't. If he's gonna like, if he's gonna come at me with this much information, then that means I really don't have much work to do. I just literally have to talk to him about it because like he's like <laughs> armed and ready, with like what he wants to talk about. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Just. Yeah, it, it was just pretty seamless. But while we're talking deep dives, man, like 
I mean, the Supersonics deep dive that I did with my friend Jeremy. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I mean, mean you've, there's been a lot of good, great ones. The very first one, I think, was the, the Charlotte Hornets with Billy Scafuri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, and then there was the Sonics. The was amazing. The Sonics one that I did with Jeremy just felt, like, so personal. And, like, that whole yeah. story just makes me mad and frustrated. That one was, like, actually emotional. Yeah, and it was just, like, it's just so strange that seattle washington doesn't have a professional basketball team like why the hell would the nba remove just about its coolest basketball franchise like it makes no sense to me it still doesn't but like understanding that story and hearing it all and then like having a personal connection with my friend jeremy who's from seattle and like went to the games as a kid it was just uh that one like always will feel super special and like really proud of that. Um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as was like the oral history that I did about the Toronto Raptors with my friend Dan Rosen. Um That's just, right. Like, yeah, man. Episode Und- episode forty, oh Canada. Yeah, yep. dude. Like understanding the uh the the psychology of like the Canadian sports fan. And like reliving the Vince years, the Vince Carter years. And uh, I remember, man, that episode came out, I think, in December. So people were still really like figuring out what was like true and false, like whether they could really believe in that Raptors team last year that eventually won the championship. Like people didn't know what was going on with Kawhi. They didn't know if they could really believe in Nick Nurse. And it was just so cool to see that team evolve and, and like just take the reins last year. Well, I think that oral history episode helped a lot, uh, you know, meaning I helped that team win a title. But what also well, really helped yeah. was the OTL endorsement oh. of the Toronto Raptors uh, that that we uh, that we voted on. Unbelievable, we, man! Yeah, that was that was a big big moment in Toronto history. Yeah, I mean, um, oh Ben, you're you're not going to believe this, but I'm getting a call right now. I'm oh, getting wow, another, another call. One? Yeah, it's from my first ever guest, Matt Hobby. We we're just talking about him. Oh, uh, of course, yeah, Matt. I'm going to patch him in. This is incredible. Matt Hobby is on the line. Here he is. Here's Matt. Guys, guys, I had to I had to call in. Wish you a happy 100. Oh Jesus! Oh, Matt, would you stop? You would shouldn't you stop have. with that, Matt. You're busy. You know, yeah. it's it's good. You know, it's good to be a sedentarian. Is that uh. the word? Yeah, sure. Yes. I, I believe so. Cent- centurion. Yeah. Centurion. Yeah, that's yeah. I feel like I uh I I had to I hope I'm the first to call in um, because I was the first guest. That's, yeah. Uh this is an incredible shock and surprise. This is uh, totally what, surprising. What a, ben what and I a had delight. no idea that you'd yeah. be calling in today, Matt, but Where wow. it gets around when OTL is recording. Happy yeah, 100 wow. to the OTL. How good is that? And right. we have the original guest. Matt, episode uh, 1 NBA we, trade deadline with Matt Hobby. That was that was the original. While we have you on the line, Matt. I mean, you've been on the program a few times now. I mean, well, heck, we can trip down memory lane if we like. I mean, of course, OTL's first ever guest, Matt Hobby, joined at the trade deadline in 2018 to discuss the Blake Griffin trade from the Clippers to the Detroit Pistons and Man, I mean, here we feels are. Like another lifetime. A hundred. It's, it's a world ago. Yeah, yeah. it's a world yeah. ago. And now Detroit looks passable. Passable, perhaps, perhaps. Sure. Ben, uh, uh, Matt, what what has happened with the Chicago Bulls since 2018? Of course, Wendell Carter is now in the mix. Laurie mm-hmm. Markkinen has had a has had a child. He's he's growing into a he's gro- going from a boy to a man. Uh, we we've drafted Kobe White. Um, how he's are still, you? I would say, Lowry's still 
still boyish. Boyish. Still, still fairly boyish. Yeah. Plays yeah. like a boy. Has some boy-like qualities. It's uh these are these are dark days mm. uh as a Bulls fan. Mm. You know, there's a lot of parallels between uh John Paxson and uh Xi Jinping. Oh wow. <laughs> wow. Uh the ways in which uh, nothing's going to change at the Bulls, no matter how poorly they play. Yes, wow. and and he is putting down uh, protesters with extreme prejudice in Chicago. <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah. Um, sorry, that's dark. Um, yeah, that is. Sorry, <laughs> I, I apologize. I shouldn't have gone there. Just a reminder, folks. It is time to say the NBA is still in China. The three most important words in, in the niche NBA basketball podcasting. What up? China. What up? What up? <laughs> True. True. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, these are dark days for mm. Bulls fans. You know, it's the funny thing. The funniest thing of this season to me is that, uh, it's already, this is my hot take. It's already Kobe White's team. Wow. Yeah. Right. I was, was going to say, point? at least you have Kobe. Yeah. It's, it's already his team. I mean, the guy shot 23 times last night. Jeez. 23? He, he put up 23, 23. shots? Jeez. Yes. He took 23 shots. He, I mean, he was like five of seven from three in the first half, so he was hot. And like mm. you know, he had he had seven threes in the fourth quarter. Yes, against uh, the mighty Knickerbockers uh, mm. previous. That's right. But um, but it's interesting. You know, I think they keep trying to make Zach Levine Zach Levine a thing. You yeah. know, kind of like fetch from Mean Girls, and they just <laughs> it's not happening. You know, like they. They keep trying to make Zach the centerpiece of the team, and he's mm. just yeah. I wanted him to rise and sort of have like an all star year, but he's just too. He plays uh, outside the system, you know. Gotcha. Like he consistently just jacking, just ja- he just jacks bad shots. He doesn't play. Yeah. He doesn't play the boy ball. We want to. We want to see <laughs> Jim Boylan's team. Of course, they have a certain <laughs> style of play. Um, yeah. Matt. Uh, also, especially especially if your system requires defense. Um, yeah, Levine's not gonna not gonna fit real well with that scheme. No, and and it's it's so annoying to watch them squander players. You know, mm, like. Sure. To watch the bull, you know, I feel like they're making the same mistakes with Lowry that they made with Nico, you know, like never putting him in a real position to succeed um, by, you know, especially this year doing this sort of multiple ball handler stuff. They've got him bringing the ball up the floor. They're, you know, uh, not putting him into like pick and roll actions like they have in the past. Hmm. It's just... It's so disappointing. <laughs> oh, no. And uh, well, Wendell Carter is a bright spot. He's been yeah. he's been solid this year. He, he's yeah, like he's coming around. And, I, I and like of course, Kobe White is Kobe White makes it fun. No, because like he can get real hot. Yeah, and uh, he looks like a you know like a troll doll out there going crazy. Yeah. Now yeah. Ben and Matt, you guys both have a certain player on this roster in common, and that of course is Otto Porter. Um, mm-hmm. Otto, Otto was famously on Ben's basket, fantasy basketball team at the beginning of the season. Traded yes, off. very, very briefly. Tell us, boys, tell us a little bit about the Otto Porter experience. What's that like been so far this season? Uh, watching Otto Porter play the small forward for the Chicago Bulls. Uh, he looks uh, slow, tired, 
all those things. Um, I think he looks t- like he looked sleepy. sleepy, like he looked sleepy on the court. Gotcha. Mm. Gotcha. And so it's it's uh, I'm not above cruising the comments on the athletic. Uh-huh. So um, in the comments, you know, there was a there was a, a wave of uh, I feel like maybe like Bulls staff only reads the athletic because <laughs> certain things will start to build up momentum in the comments and oh, then wow. you'll see them like talk about it and be like, okay, we're going to admit Otto Porter's injured, right? Or like um, everybody's been complaining about the way Lowry uh, is not looking good, hasn't looked good basically since the first game of the season. And now they're like, ah, oh, he's got a strained oblique. Right, so he's mm-hmm. hurt. So, and I think um, Otto looked hurt, and they didn't talk about it for probably two weeks, and then they. Well, the weird out. thing was that they were like, "Yeah, we're going to load manage him this season," but they didn't actually say an injury. They were just like, "No, we're just going to load manage him," um, and everyone was kind of forced to be like, "Oh, okay, is it related to like I know he's had like, these like hip issues in the past?" But like they just said we're going to manage him, but without actually giving like any specific details about like what his you know, affliction was. Um, right. And then, and then, you know, he kind of had, to, he was like literally forced to like come out and like admit himself. Like, Oh yeah, these hips, you know, no, whatever they have. have. Uh, <laughs> he, he, he's, he's, he's like, like I have thin hips. hips. Like that was, his, that was the, yeah, he literally was like, I've always had thin hips. It's like something I just have to deal with. Oh. And I'm like, okay, that's a little uh, alarming. And then now he's got this like, f- like a foot or an ankle issue. Um, that I'm assuming we'll just keep him out for like months because it's Otto Porter. I mean, like, it, right? Like, uh, I don't know. It's not. All I can say is I was extremely relieved. I drafted him very high in our fantasy basketball draft that, mm. that Matt uh, is a, is a member of. Um, and uh, you know, I, I love his game when he's healthy. He's like a great all around contributor. Just doesn't you know hurt you in any category. Uh, unless, of course, he is uh, sleepy and injured, uh, in which right. case he hurts you in all categories, it turns out. So I was able to package him with an Al Horford and a P.J. Washington and uh, get out from under that uh, real quick. So you did, a nice, you did a nice job on that sell high with P.J. I was impressed. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm pleased with how that worked out. Matt, uh, yeah. fans, fans and listeners of On The Line know that, of course, Ben and I do uh, some deep dives. We do some drafts here. And, of course, we have done some drafts uh, related to hair. Hair is a big uh, theme, a big topic for Ben and I on the pod. And, mm. Ben, is there, a, is there a world wherein you can imagine Kobe White being a hair candidate for you for uh, a future hair draft? Is, that, is, is Kobe White on your hair radar? I can definitely see it. Um, I'm someone who, who normally kind of sh- like penalizes guys who have, um, who have kind of novelty haircuts, if okay. you will. Um, <laughs> I-, I feel like Kobe is a little bit verging into that novelty territory. Talk that out a um, little bit, yeah. I mean, it's a very, very fine line. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you could say that Jonathan Isaac is a novelty hair uh, uh, example, but it's just like uh, not it's he's not quite there. There's something I mean, Kobe looks very cool. I have like there's nothing really, you know, I feel like I need a little bit more time. He's just he's so, you know, fresh and young on the scene. Um, But I think if he if he keeps it up, um, uh, he's got a lot of promise. I'm not. I'm gonna reserve judgment on the hair. Uh, okay. Yeah, but but he's definitely got a lot of promise. I'm not I'm not ready to say I'm I'm against it or for it, but I like what he's doing. Um, sure. I think that. Uh, yeah, I think I think a lot he's of promise. you know yeah exactly. I'll, I'll Johnny Isaac, you know Johnny Isaac is 
entering uh, Ben-Hur territory with that hair. (laughs) We are starting to get close to a Spartan helmet. Yeah, yeah. It's extremely Spartan-ish. Now, Um, here's another connection, Ben, I don't know if you know about. Matt went to Florida State University. Jonathan Isaac is a Florida State alum. There's a... God, are you guys friends? Are you buddies? No, there is a... I wish. Quite the love love affair there between Matt and Jonathan Isaac. I do follow closely anyone from Florida State who wants up in the NBA. So yeah. I love John Isaac. Yep. I have been passionate about Dwayne Bacon even before his star <laughs> turn at the start of this year. Um, and, uh, you know, the Clips took both of the Florida State players in the draft uh, last year with Cabin Gelly and Terrence Mann. Mm. And uh, I really love that you know, I think Terrence Mann is going to be a place for him. Yeah, sure. didn't he just have a good game? Where is he? Didn't he just have like a semi-good game? I'm trying to remember. Terrence Mann? Yeah. I would imagine he's playing mostly garbage time minutes. But I do think that like he, I mean, what I'm happy for for, for those guys. Because like when I see somebody come out from Florida State, I get like very paternal. And I'm like, I just want to see him get a good experience. Sure, you know? sure. Um <laughs> And so I'm glad that Terrence Mann, who's going to, you know, who projects as a wing, is like literally going to be coached up by two of the best wings in the game. So that's like exciting. Yeah, he's probably going to flip somewhere at some point or whatever. He just got 25 minutes last game against the Pelicans. So last night. Yeah. Yeah. So like when they load manage Kawhi, as, as, you know, we've all been in load management frenzy. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Oh, that was the most annoying. That's that. That is the most annoying conversation. Oh, it's so the stupid. load management conversation. Yeah, yeah, so dumb. Like blowback against the load management. Yeah, go off, go off. Oh no, I'm, I just don't want anyone to talk about it. Nah. Why <laughs> yeah. are we talking? Yeah. Why are we talking? Why is this? Uh, it's just like it was a slow news day, and uh-huh. so it was. Con- I was a constant. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, basketball. It ain't like it used to be in the seventies, right, boys? Uh, <laughs> All right. Yeah. Listen, Matt. We appreciate you calling in uh, again. This caught Ben and I completely by surprise. Uh, we're, we're a little flummoxed, yeah. but uh, really we, can't believe you remember. Very so flattered touched, that so you touched. would remember course, the OTL man. on our on our one hundredth. So thank you very much, guys. You know, there's an old saying which is, uh, "Don't meet your heroes," but. Um, when your friends become your heroes, you oh, want to stay. Uh, oh. well, so, I uh, hope that's not too big of a swing. Confession. Wow. Uh, one of the hosts of this podcast is blushing uh, pretty, pretty, yeah, pretty that much. That shot right straight now. to my heart. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wow. All right, Matt. Well, listen, we, uh, we look forward to talking to you. You know, at some point the rest of this NBA season, we still have a lot to unpack with this Bulls roster with uh, Luke Cornett, Thaddeus Young, all these guys. So, yeah. Uh, Sadaransky. Let me know when you want to do a deep dive. I'll go guy by guy. Great. Oh, we love it. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Matt, for all all your contributions to the pod so far. And uh, and, uh, and I'm sure sure many more to come. We'll talk to you soon, Matt. Bye bye. All right. Bye, guys. Wow. Incredible that Matt Hobby would just call in like that. I mean, I'm very moved, man. Very moved that people would remember. I'm humbled. Yeah. Yeah. very, Very moving that people would remember our anniversary like this. Uh, you know, a, a draft that I will, that always will feel extremely special to me, Ben, is uh, is the trees draft. Ah, um, uh, the trees. That felt like some of our finest work. I mean, Mark Eaton being an auto mechanic is still <laughs> yeah. something I am trying to wrap my head around 
as is, well, you know, Sean again, Bradley. the best part. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, drafting is so much fun no matter what, but I find that the, the best part of, of the, of the drafting process is the research oh, that you yes. have to do and learning and teaching each other about new things. Yeah, yeah. It's such a, it's such a beautiful, like organic educational process. Yeah. Um, where you get to like just like celebrate like these weird bits of trivia and hit and like forgotten history. It's the best. It's, it's the like, best. Yeah, it makes me so Sean happy. Sean Bradley stood seven seven foot six inches, wore number seventy six, and played for the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. Um, mm-hmm. Deeply personal draft. And then, man, I mean, this one I set aside. I put down in my notes the JJ draft. I mean, oh, that was a good one. Yeah, that was like our first. I feel like that was our first uh, sort of venture into. <laughs> I don't know exactly what you would call like our our sort of yeah our 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 brand of like absurdism slash irony mm. slash um, yeah which is a thing that I feel like has kind of like evolved naturally yes. um, you know through the history of of the podcast yes. that has taken it's kind of like popped its reared its head in, in different <laughs> forms um, over over the the, the the months but yeah I feel like the JJ draft was the first time we kind of went into a different like, like an alternate headspace yeah. <laughs> dude <laughs> like mostly, our bizarro our, our otl bizarro mostly world what was the most incredible thing about this to me was that you were working without notes that to me was just like <laughs> like when a player's on autopilot you know like it's funny man last uh, night i was trying to think of what that performance that you pulled in the jj draft really reminded me of and honestly uh-huh. all i could think of was Clay Thompson dropping 52 points <laughs> in 2015 against the Kings? Specifically, yeah, what was it like 26 in one quarter? 37 points in the third quarter. Oh, 37 in a, in ben, a quarter, so right? So I right. went back last night. <laughs> I went back and I rewatched the highlights of that game. And the thing about Clay Thompson in that game was he was just so effortless. Like, he, yeah. co- he couldn't miss a shot. In fact, I don't think he missed a single shot in the third. But he was also <laughs> just so quick in loading, gathering the ball, and shooting it. Like, he got the ball, snapped his feet into a spot, and just drilled three after three after three after three. And, like, that is really what you were doing during the JJ draft. <laughs> it was just basically, like, an exercise, frankly. I mean, like, I don't even really remember, honestly. I was just I was just kind of in this unconscious exactly, zone. Yeah. Exactly. You would just, it like, was... close your eyes. You had all these things, like, floating in your JJ orbit, and you would just pick yeah. the one that you liked the most. I just, just, I just like, let it flow through me. It. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. That JJ it's draft. Great to, it's great to have those moments. That, yeah. You don't know when they're going to happen, but when you happen, when they happen, you just kind of, you know, got to ride them. If folks don't know what we're referring to go back and find that JJ Reddick draft that Ben and I yeah, did. Episode forty six. You know, it's one of our most uh, re-listenable episodes. I think that we have. It's just it's easy on the ears as JJ uh, is easy on the eyes. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And then of course, Ben, uh, we had our for- farewell to Kristaps Porzingis. That was a really um, yeah. Ooh, a little that, therapy session. That was yeah. a therapy sesh. All right, I could not have been more distraught. And let me say, man, from the outset. You maintain that the Knicks won that trade, and Ben, as is often the case, you such were, a good trade for the you Knicks. You were right, man. You yep, proved yep. to be right, and I have been vindicated by that. Yep. Uh, yep. Ben, this is so strange. We are getting a call now from Nate Williams. Out You're kidding in, me? Yeah, another Nate, one. You know, Nate, big uh, Cleveland Cavaliers fan. Let me patch in Nate Williams here. One sec. Of course. Guys, I just, uh, you know, I heard that there was a 100th episode oh, show going oh, on. You're too. You didn't have to do this. 
I just wanted to say congratulations. Oh wow, that it's is so thank you, Nate. Thank you so much. Nate, what uh, what a treat! What a pleasant surprise. Completely unexpected, Nate. That is very generous of you. We know you're a very busy man in Hollywood. Oh. You're working all the time, making movies, developing TV content, and for you to call us, well, that means the world to the OTL family. So th- thank you very much, Nate. How's everything? Oh, man, you guys, I always have time for you. Wow. You know, Aww. there's nothing I could be doing that, that <laughs> is more important than, than talking with you guys. So uh, please know you are top, tops. You guys are the wow. tops. That, that just means that means everything. That, that means, means the world to us means to the hear world that. To us. Uh, Nate, I mean, while we have you on the phone, I mean, you know, we, sure. we don't get to talk every day, uh, you know, since I've moved back to New York. But how, how are things? Talk to us. Uh, give, give us a snapshot of the L.A. basketball scene. What's what's oh. cooking out there with the Lakers and the Clippers? How fun is this uh, this this season who, for you living in yeah, L.A.? Who, who, who owns the city at this point? That's my question. I, you know, it's it's so, it's been so fun. I got to say, this is a great <laughs> this is a great time to be an LA basketball fan, yeah. and it just happened so quickly. It was just like uh, someone waved a magic wand, and overnight, yeah. all of a sudden, uh, yeah, things have are you, ready. So, ha- have you made it to, down to the Staples Center yet this year? I have not, yeah. but it's on the agenda. I mean, well, the season is young here, sure. but. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's definitely it's definitely on on the agenda. But and I like both teams. I gotta say, I know that's heresy. Like you have to pick one. <laughs> what? <laughs> but I just like you know, it's like Mets and Yankees fans can never mm. you know like you can't be both. Right. Um, yeah, I've, I've never, never heard, heard of someone, someone who's just supporting both teams. That's insane. <laughs> I know. I, it's the Ohio in me. You know, I'm just like a nice Midwestern kid who <laughs> likes good basketball. You just want everyone want to be happy. Yeah, get along. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I've been watching more of the Lakers lately just because uh, for whatever reason it's I've been able to catch those games. Yeah. Um, well, you're, yeah, a, you're yes. a LeBron guy, too. You know, you exactly. you, you have your Cleveland roots. Let's be real. Yeah. So you're always yeah. going to be a Le- LeBron guy at the end of the day. But it sounds like you're enjoying both the, the, the Clips and the Lakers out there. Are are yeah. both of these squads in your estimation playoff squads? Ben, on, I don't <laughs> great know the question. last great, great episodes question. you've listened to, but Ben recently has been making the case that the Lakers are not a playoff squad. Do you see the Lakers mm-hmm. making the playoffs this year? I mean, I do see the Lakers making the playoffs. What's your, uh, you know, what's I, your argument? What make the case? For I mean, the they're going to have to turn it around squad. in a big way, uh, if you ask me, because they, uh, if 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 you ask me, they're struggling mightily out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's I guess being in first place, you know, in sure. the division is it's it's you gotta gotta step it up a notch. So you, you know? see yeah. that you see Listen, that small out, sample size. I don't up. trust it. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, to be Anthony Davis could get injured. I mean, he's already a Always little a banged up, right? Yep. Um, yeah. yeah. So I would, you know, that that could happen, and they're not super deep. Nate, uh, talk maybe? to us about Dwight Howard. <laughs> How do you feel about the resurgence of D thirty nine Dwight Howard? He's got that. He's got that fun hair. It's Monkey. Sort of funky hair, yeah. Sort of, yeah. sort of bleached, and it's uh, he does it's a new Dwight out there, yeah. Every night, How, what have you seen from Dwight that you've liked? Yeah, he's like the ODB of, of the Lakers, is that, <laughs> right? that, that is something yeah. wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ex- except not cool, yeah, yeah, not, not as, yeah, not as much hearts, uh, or maybe he does, I don't know, who knows, maybe he's got a ton, ton of heart. I, I listen, I think it's oh. great, you know, he's born again, he's like uh, yeah. Phoenix rising from the ashes, sure. uh, mm-hmm. it's, of it's been very fun, it's been very fun to Alex fun to Caruso see. is finally getting a chance to thrive in an offense <laughs> where his skills, yeah. It's great to see Caruso 
matter on a team. He's just needed, uh, you know, the right fit. And it seems like, you know, Frank Vogel is crafting a system that allows Alex to really shine. So that's been fun. Of course, we have yeah. Kyle Kuzma and Rajon Rondo, Danny Green, Avery Bradley, KCP. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know, Ben. This might be a playoff squad after all. Uh, it's definitely not. It's definitely not a playoff squad. Uh, I don't know what they're gonna have to do to to change things up. If you ask me, they need to just uh, hand over the keys completely to Dwight Howard. Um, oh, I think I think he's really their only bright spot. Uh, uh, you know, to my eyes, uh, when, yeah, I, when, like I, when I when I. JaVale McGee, Dwight Howard, sort of like one-two punch. Yeah, if they did like a like a like a mid-80s Rockets Twin Towers thing sure. with, with Dwight and JaVale, um, that's 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 a playoff team to me. But I don't know if they're gonna be smart enough to, to go that direction. And then Nate, yeah. on, on the other side of the ledger, we have we of course have the Clipper, the Clipper ships uh, of Los mm-hmm. Angeles, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Lou Williams, Pat Bev, Montrez Harrell, Landry Shamit, Zubach. I mean, all these guys, Jamichael Green, Mo what have you seen that you've liked from the Clippers? They have that gritty defense, Nate. Uh, yeah. What, what have you liked from the Clippers thus far? Well, Paul George did pretty well on his return. Sure. I would say that's that's pretty heartening, right? Because yep. it seemed like, you know, is he going to be the same or whatever? But he looked pretty looked pretty good. Played 30 minutes or so, something around there, I think. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was nice to see. I, I think I was just a touch worried to see. You know, reports had been good, I guess, as he came back from that injury, but you never know. So that was heartening. Um, I love all the rest they're giving Kawhi. I yeah. think it's, you know, just going to be very well rest. Look to see him get more rest, even more rest. Yeah. You know, why, <laughs> yeah. why even play 40 games? Maybe we scale it back to 30 yeah. games this year. I mean, for sure. As a fantasy basketball player and as a fan of the league, I you know, it's it is a bummer to not get to see the guys that you want to see play. That being said, I, as a human being, mm. I kind of am like okay with it. I'm like this, they play so many games. It's such a you know, it's hard on the body. I, I really am kind of okay. I think it's a good strategy <laughs> for the yeah. playoffs and like just like a good human thing. I it's you a know, good I don't, human story to see people rest. You don't and think take that. Yeah, you don't think that Will Chamberlain was more of a man than Kawhi Leonard because he played uh, every single minute of the 1961-62 season? Uh, I, I, mean, I don't see why players can't do that anymore, frankly. Yeah, I, I mean, that is very impressive. Honestly, that is like a, an incredible feat. Uh, and <laughs> well, uh, he deserves his manhood, I guess, for that. Nate, <laughs> ben, I can sense a heated debate brewing here. And before this yep. goes any further, let me say... Uh, we have to keep it moving here. Uh, yep. Nate, I know you have a ton going on out there in Los Angeles, so, so we appreciate much. the call, but let's save yeah, this debate. So let, let, let's let this debate simmer. We're going to have you back in a couple weeks. I have a, a feeling more, it will continue. Yeah, about load management and these feisty Lakers and these clippy clippers. Um, yep. Nate, thank you so much. This was totally unexpected to have you call in and congratulate Ben and I on our 100th episode, but it means the world to us. And uh, yeah, we'll, really touched uh, that you remembered us, Nate. And thank, you. and thank you so much for all your contributions, all your appearances uh, on past episodes. And I, and I hope there's many more to come. Thank oh, you, man. Nate. I hope so, too. Thank you guys for having me. And congratulations again on, on 100. Sounds good, buddy. We'll, we'll talk to you real soon. Insane, man. Insane that we would talk to Nate Williams uh, like that, just as I was about to mention to you 
Yeah, I was going to say. A Nate Robinson episode. Yep, another another one of the great Nates. Nate on Nate on Nate. That is so weird that Nate knew to call us just as I was about to mention Nate Robinson to you. Yeah. Um, man. Talk- Our very first uh, on-the-line celebrity yeah. uh, player interview. Yep. Um, still don't exactly understand how that happened. Not totally sure how it happened, but of course, um, Nate, Nate's a huge fan of the show, big fan of the pod, and so you know it was it was great to have him. He's always welcome back. He knows that, and uh, yeah, man. I mean, I guess that was our first product endorsement as well. Slam it in the bag. Slam it in the bag. That's right. I wonder how that's doing. Natural gym bag deodorizer. Um, yeah. Man, that was so, so awesome of Nate to reach out that to That was us. actually, like, legit, seriously very cool. He was the oh, best. Yeah. He was, like, so, like, friendly and generous with his time and yeah. telling stories. And his and stories, like, man. Just, like, how yeah. candid he was with his stories. It was just so great. Yeah, it was very cool. And thank you for even, like, including... Because, again, at that point, I still wasn't, like, a co-host. Oh I was still just sort of, like, a regular... Would- a regular guest, but, and I like barely had anything prepared. I mostly just kind of came on. Like, I think I like asked him like two questions and the rest of the time I just kind of like sat back and like listened to you two guys talk, but it was like so cool just to be like, Oh, I'm on the phone with Nate Robinson. Okay. No big deal. I don't know who, first of all, I don't know who else I could have done that interview with besides you. But secondly, like, I think at that point I realized like, Basically, you were the person I wanted to talk with every week about basketball, and I sort of Aww. had to. I sort of had to um, convince you slash trap you into uh, a co-hosting gig. Uh, so yeah, man, the Nate Robinson one was whew, that was special. And then of course, Ben, we have our completely unlistenable fantasy basketball retrospective. Oh yeah, Talking that was a about good one. The uh, the, uh, the finale <laughs> of our, <laughs> of our fantasy have- basketball league. For the episode title, it's Final Fantasy with Ben Craw in parentheses and capital letters, unlistenable. Oh, God. It was such a good one, man. It was so good. What an artifact. What I mean, that, like, again, that was another one of those. I feel like there have been a couple um, moments in On the Line history where, like, things have, have just, like, kind of fallen a certain way. Things have worked out a certain way where you're like... Oh, this is like almost like I don't know, ordained or 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 fate or something. The fact that yeah. you and I, you know, had I, that I had kind of like naturally emerged as as your main, yeah. you know, guest, regular guest co-host, um, and simultaneously we We're ended up uh, competing in the finals of our of our fantasy basketball league and had literally the most insane finish down to what a a one one thousandth of a of a point in one category it went back and forth i mean we don't have to like you know anyone can go back and listen to that unlistenable episode episode 60 um to to uh, get the full story but it was like the most insane thing and it's like well this is perfect of course like this this is going to go down like this so now we can talk about it on our podcast and um completely alienate all of our you know 20 listeners (laughs) amazing man yeah, yeah I just, um, but uh, that was quite a moment, man. It was incredible, incredible. And I think, like, it just made sense, too, because, like, as we were becoming more obsessed in our communication with each other about all things basketball, of course that was going to transcend and, like, trickle down to our fantasy 
basketball leagues. Oh, well. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was just, I guess the word serendipitous would, like, come to mind. It was just, like, it all just, of course, that's how it would end, you know? Yeah. And uh, very funny. And then, of course, man, like, our incredible run throughout the playoffs last year. I think this is when things really cemented in terms of our uh, hosting relationship. Just, just mm-hmm. the run through the playoffs that we had. I mean, yeah. specifically, I remember staying up till 3 a.m., <laughs> Talking well, that's about the thing that the next buzzer beater. Yeah, the next crazy serendipitous thing was when, um, and again, at this point, we live in different cities. Yep. You know, it's very difficult for us to get together. Right. Um, but I, I had come back to New York from Philadelphia just for one night, um, mm-hmm. and we happened to to um, be able to watch the Game Seven Blazers Thunder uh, together wow. uh, in person in your apartment in Queens. Yep. After eating um, two massive uh, bacon cheeseburgers, I literally inhaled and wings. Didn't you also get wings? Yeah, I think we got wings and like cheese fries. Cheese fries. (laughs) Yeah, it was was a completely gluttonous uh, affair, um, just full on unrestrained uh, basketball madness. And um, yeah, so we got to watch the uh, the goodbye uh, Dame wave together, and then of course had to immediately. Uh, record a podcast yeah just the whole uh, run the man like Lillard's buzzer beater the the OTL finals endorsement Durant rupturing his Achilles I mean mm, you know mm-hmm. I mean that just what a run through the playoffs we had what a run for the league and that like again it really cemented things for me that like you were the person I really wanted to be talking to every week about the league and we were kind of thinking in a similar way about the league and kind of just found the same things absurd and stupid and amazing and funny about the league and uh it's just kind of been uh you know it's all been roses since since uh since that since then ben you're not going to believe this tony hartman is on the line tony is calling in right now also out in la uh, oh wow! Yeah, all right. I'm gonna patch him in. This is this is strange. Tony doesn't call me often. I'm curious what he wow. wants to say. Can't, can't believe this. Yeah, let's patch him in. Right, yeah, see what he wants. I've been trying to get through to you guys for hours, oh, calling God. to uh to wish you a happy 100th episode. Oh Jesus! Oh I my goodness, Tony! That. Is that something or what? Wow, Tony. Well, as I, as I've been thinking about too, trying to do the math in my head is uh, how do you you definitely superseded the the average for white guys in their 30s for oh, podcasts per year oh, man. <laughs> so i'm trying i'm trying to mathematically work out exactly how many or exactly how you did this i should say but well, uh just congrats a, nonetheless a lot yeah. of elbow grease man a lot you it's know, been a lot of real hard work yeah um just, just a ton of uh, free time a lot of late and nights putting in the work reading reddit and uh, yep. uh yeah neglecting all other responsibilities all, all family uh, responsibilities yeah uh just sort of uh starving ourselves and just going all in on the nba uh, so yeah. thank you, man. That's that's very thoughtful of you to uh, to call in and and congratulate us on our 100th episode. That means the world to Ben and I. Thank you, Tony. Yeah, really, really touched. Hey. Can't believe you remembered. Uh, yeah, so so thoughtful. Uh, listen, Tony. While we got you on the line, uh, I mean, if it's okay, I I I mean, the listeners of the show know that you're a huge Cleveland Cavs fan, huge LeBron guy. We'd love to. Right. We should brain. note that. Uh, I, I I know. To- you're- you're busy out there in Hollywood uh, making making films and stuff, but if if you have a sec, could we ask you a question or two about the Cavs? Would that be all right? Absolutely, and I should I should note I'm actually in Santa Monica and I'm making 
Instagram sports content for oh. teens oh, today. Oh my god. Nice. Jeez. So even better. Even wow. more relevant. Wow. Just That's doing what awesome. I can to, you know, push push the culture forward. Of course. Yeah. We need the we need the content. Everyone needs more content. Yeah. Well there's more coming. Good news. Well, Fantastic. Everyone knows Tony who listens to this program and it is many, many millions of people who listen to this program. But everyone knows, Tony, that you are an acrid native. You are a Cavs diehard, and you, uh, you know, you've been through the highs and lows with this squad. How do you feel about this year's Cavaliers team? Of course, we have Colin Sexton and Darius Garland, the young backcourt. How excited are you about these uh, about these young Cavs? I'm excited about the kids, and I'm excited about the parents. Sure, <laughs> it's obviously being uh, Kevin Love. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Gr- Mr. Great, Mr. Graybeard, Kevo over there. Yep, absolutely. I'm- uh. Love On the gray. brink of after following his his beautiful boy Summer, mm. um, he's been a great leader. Great influence. Looks really healthy. Yeah. Um, and I think Tristan Thompson could be MIP. Oh my God! Most Double improved. T. Yeah. Most. What? How? Wow. Can you can you explain what 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 that guy is? He is it a new diet? Is it a is, is it, it a maybe something maybe, besides just food? <laughs> Could it be a substance of some sort that he's consuming? Is he next on the list to fall? Of course, uh, after, Tony, there have been a few suspensions for PEDs. Not any possibility n- that Tristan... Not making any sort of allegations no. or innuendo here, folks, just to be clear. No, I think, you know, he's he's trimmed down quite a bit. So maybe, wow. you know, he does, he does have that, uh, like, Kardashian adjacency. So maybe sure. he got mm-hmm. into... He could have gotten into those like tummy tees or whatever that like wow. the models are selling on Instagram. Yeah. You're attributing his success to tummy tees. Yeah, I don't know how those like work with the the league. Uh, yeah, no, I is don't it think, a, yeah, is it a, is it a banned substance? That's a good question. Yeah, no, I don't think that's on the banned substance list. So you can definitely tummy tees and if that is what Tristan is doing then Tristan mm-hmm, keep doing it mm-hmm. because you my friend are in line for most improved player of the year. Yeah, it is working whatever it is. How about some of these you other got- guys, Tony? We have Darius Garland and and Jordan Clarkson and Chetty Osman, Matthew Delavadova, all the whole gang, the whole gang's out there in Cleveland. Larry Nance Jr. Yeah, shout out Larry Nance Jr., a true Summit County boy. Mm. Um, I mean, I love the kids. I like us. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, KGP, uh, <laughs> Garland, Sexton, like uh, they're very, very marketable and entertaining squad that I think is going to grow. I think speaking of marketability, does anyone actually call them Sexland as a duo or is yeah, that oh, that's, that's right. happening? No, no. So, yeah, that is definitely happening. There's Cleveland's notorious for like making t-shirts to sell about everything <laughs> and there's at least three different companies i think making sex land oh that makes me real happy to hear the sex Great. land wow the sex land t-shirts are happening we have to get in on that tony i feel like that could be a market for you mm-hmm. it's too late no it's it's oversaturated <laughs> <laughs> the now, second anything cleveland sports adjacent happens there's already people making money off the t-shirts of it so well it's a smart city yeah sure now tony uh uh, listeners of the show also know that uh you of course are an akron native you you grew up with lebron james Uh, i wouldn't call him your best friend but he was certainly one of the closest friends i should yeah so i should specify yeah i grew up in a very rural town in the akron metro area sure um and i guess the the main direct correlation was a kid from our school Real tall, lanky white guy mm. went went to St. V's to play with LeBron. Got injured his first game. I had to come back and earned the very, very aggressive nickname, the failure. 
after that. Oh, God. Just really looking back so terrible. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, that's rough. Well, Tony, famously, everyone knows you moved from the Akron area out to Los Angeles, and lo and behold, who who followed you out there but LeBron James, your your mentor, um, or your mentee, I should say, LeBron James. (laughs) um, It's mutual. Followed you out Mm -hmm. to L.A., and he's now joined by Anthony Davis, Dwight Howard, Alex Caruso, how do you feel about this Lakers squad? Do you think they're a, a playoff team? Are they on the or are they are they on the cusp of the playoffs? Are they, are they a lottery bound team? How do you feel about this Lakers squad? They're absolutely a playoff team. Wow! And my hmm. my preseason uh, guess that I'm still kind of hanging with hmm. is that Lakers in six over the Philadelphia 76ers oh in the finals God. in a battle, wow. oh a battle of the big boys. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Well, let me say this right now. Ben is not a believer in these Lakers, so he will. Yeah, it'll that's, take some convincing to to get Ben on that train. I, ben you know, I have awesome. a I have a bold preseason prediction of my own, which yep. is that they uh, miss the playoffs completely. Um, but. Um, you know, I guess we'll I guess we'll have to just wait and see how that how that plays out. Ben, but, uh, of course, lives in Philadelphia. He sees quite a bit of the Philadelphia 76ers. He's very familiar with the squad, Tony. So mm-hmm. that is a that would be quite the matchup for Ben. Uh, it would be a clash of a lot of big boys, of which I we are I do. Fond of the big boys, we love watching these big bruising guys play. So uh, it, it would be quite the matchup. Yeah, that would be exciting. So well, when it happens, you know where you heard it first. Wow. <laughs> All right. We will Love remember it. that. Tony, uh, how do you feel about, speaking of uh, big boys, how, how do you feel about uh, Dwight Howard's resurgence out there in Los Angeles? Of course, Dwight, uh, Dwight may be on the cusp of uh, All-NBA team nomination. He, he, he feels like an all-star. It feels like he has emerged. Uh, you know, he... God, I, I was thinking the other day that, you know, when we started this podcast, I don't even know that Dwight was in the league. And yet now he's here. We are in episode 100. He's an all NBA player. Uh, great to have Dwight Howard back in the league. What's it been like sharing the city with him, Tony? Uh, I mean, it's very 2015 J.R. Smith vibes. Um, <laughs> like when, you know, when it first went down, you're kind of like, oh, man, I don't know. And then very quick, quickly, you're like, OK, yeah, I know. Like, this yeah. is. This is going to be, I think, one of LeBron's best rehab projects with him. <laughs> I think he's, he's going to flip Dwight. So you credit uh, maybe Dwight's success him? all to LeBron? No, I mean, yeah I, I, yeah. I contribute pretty much most things that are good to LeBron. So sure. I, this we'll chalk this one up to him. I think it'll come down to a love it or list it type sitch after the season. Like, do the Lakers... <laughs> The Lakers, you know, let him go free, or are they going to love it and they're going to they're going to lock down Dwight for another season? Um, but no, it, it's been very encouraging to see his resurgence, and you know, it's going to be 2020. Nothing makes any sense. There's sure. no rhyme or reason to anything. So uh, it, it just, of course, Dwight's balling out on the Lakers this year. But also, maybe you can attribute to: Would you rather play with Kobe or LeBron? It might mm. be that simple. That's wow. a good point. That's wow. a very good point. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. A searing indictment from Tony Hartman. Listen, Tony, I know you've Shots got... Shots fired at Kobe plenty, from I know you got OTL 100. On. I actually just got stabbed on the street for some <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, listen, man. Uh, thanks for calling in. Again, this this uh, this caught Ben and I completely by surprise. We're a little... A uh, real shock a and, a de- and a delight, Tony. We're trying to get through, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It well, means, I'm, so, I'm so happy it finally worked out. It's the world that you would call in and voice your support for our podcast... Uh, 
uh, means the world to us, Tony. And we look forward to having you back on the show sometime in the next month or two. Talk a little NBA, talk a little Cavs, talk a little Lakers, Clippers, all of it. So um, thanks for hopping yeah. on, man. We, we should it. we should uh, we should we should highlight that Tony was actually guest number two uh, oh. uh, uh, on on uh, on the podcast all the way back. Holy yeah, smokes. back in episode number two, he wow. was uh, wow. he was there. So started started from number two, and now we're here. Here we are. Those, yeah, those you guys started this pod during dark times in the NBA and kind of the world. So much respect for, like I said you know, breaking through the mold of like, and really showing what white guys in their thirties can do. <laughs> Thanks, man. We, uh, we really, it's an everyday struggle, but you know, we're, we're yep. fighting the good fight out here. Well, we thank you for it. All right. Yeah. We'll talk well, to you soon, Tony. Take care. Later. All right. Bye. See you, Tony. Amazing. Ben, Tony Hartman would just call us and just chat us up, you know, wish us a happy OTL 100. Very special. It's so totally cool that he remembered. Uh, yeah. Very humbled. All right, man. Um, we we've done a lot of talking about the past. Let's talk about the present a little bit. You know, some of our accomplishments, where the, where the podcast is today, some of our you know our big scoops, some of our success stories. Uh, let's just talk a little bit about how far we've come. Um, I don't have anything. Uh, you know, to- <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't really have anything. No, we've come extremely far. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Um, I mean, you know, again, we, we, this thing was just, uh, I mean, you know, one of our biggest out. accomplishments is, is the Sabonis, uh, deep dive. Like the Sabonis deep dive was a big I one. I don't know yep. that anyone's done that or done that at our level, but that thing is freaking fantastic. We had, I mean, we've had so many drafts and deep dives that I love, but I'm really proud of the way we chased, you know, one of our heroes, Arvita Sabonis in that deep dive. And he really deserved that one, man. Yeah, that deep dive kind of felt like the polished version of the Iverson, Iverson deep dive, yeah. where it was like, okay, now we sort of know what we're doing. Let's like keep this like somewhat structured I and also feel and like, like it was like we know how deep and dark we are capable of getting, so like yeah. we need to restrain ourselves here. Yeah, I, I mean the most impressive thing about that deep dive is that we only went three, three parts, parts um, which is you know an incredible accomplishment. We kept uh, it to by two us. documentary films, like however many articles. Yeah, like. I I didn't I didn't buy any Jesus. Lithuanian books, books and translate them yeah. myself yeah um, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so really proud, proud of that very proud of our absurd our absurd jerseys draft man I mean oh first yeah of all, planting the flag <laughs> that was a two-parter Sonics. too right yeah yeah planting yeah, the flag yeah. on the Sonics is the best jersey ever was very important to me I'm glad we got that well all record. of our drafts like if you go back and listen to them they're all it's incredible they're all exactly a hundred percent correct yes um, oh uh, of course of course I mean like our our record um is, you know if, if, if our, our resume if you will yeah. is just is absolutely Impeccable. yeah it's it's perfect yeah um there isn't a single blemish anywhere yep. Not a single misstep. Um, I mean, you know, there have been a couple controversial choices sure. to be sure, <laughs> which we have, uh, you know, which 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 we're not afraid to to, to, to talk about. about. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. We don't hide those things, but but at the end of the day, uh, they they hold up in in a way. They it's, really it's do. Really man. incredible. I mean, like uh, when I think back on the Jersey's draft, I mean, you introducing the acid washed New Jersey Nets there, I believe, in round four was yeah. so meaningful and so purposeful and just felt like, yes. That might be one of my favorite draft picks of any draft of all time. I think about it all the time, man. <laughs> I think about it all the time. 
I think about it all the time. I think about the Sasquatch, man. I think about the Sasquatch and his facial hair. I mean, it's funny. Like these, there are draft picks. I think about JJ. Um, JJ. I mean, looking at the looking at the thumbnail image of episode ninety eight, the draft, the facial hair draft, and yes. seeing Mike Woodson staring with his mouth agape at the Sasquatch is just one of the is is an image that uh, the fact that it exists Dude, I, and that I, I can, can look at it. I, I can recite certain draft picks and just tell you like Mark Eaton has an auto mechanic. I mean JJ attributing the birth of his child to Demarcus Cousins who injured him and allowed him to create a family with his wife. Allowed Chelsea. him to have sex with his wife yes. because he wasn't playing basketball. Yes, he was going to be injured for 2 months. I mean, like I think This about, is great. This is great, honey. We can fit in exactly. uh, a, a, some I conception. I have time. I I'm open to having a family with you now. Yeah, uh, before I, th- I turn my focus back to basketball. I think about the acid wash New Jersey Nets. I mean, there are very specific moments during these drafts I can you know just point at I think about Anthony Mason going to the barber shop in in uh was it in Jamaica Queens number one pick of our number one draft Where, Anthony Mason it, and I wouldn't Freddie, have it any other way Freddie the barber right that that would customize yeah that sounds boys, right right yeah um, yeah just Mason's barber yeah man what what a uh what a ride it's been so mm-hmm. yes we have many accomplishments um of course, we Ben Ben we have landed uh, a sponsor. A sponsor, yeah, that Incredible. was huge, man. When really, really did not anticipate that. Helix Sincerely, sleep uh, asked us. They came begging for us to be a sponsor. <laughs> they came begging on their hands and knees. They, they begged us to please, please, please read commercial copy for us on your show. We are an ethical mattress company, and we acquiesced. But Ben, the thing is. Uh, uh, of course, mattresses, comfort, bedding. This is not new for us. You know, we yeah, are we kind are, of a kind of a thing, kind, kind of a thing of thing, ours. If you've listened to our podcast, we of course slept. We we slept on dog beds. We we watched a live podcast uh, in Philadelphia, the Rice to Ricky Sanchez podcast, live Ricky at uh, Franklin Music Hall. Franklin Music Hall, of course. Yeah, we it watched, used to be the Electric Factory. Yep, the live Ricky at the Franklin Music Hall. We watched it from dog beds, big Barker dog beds. And again, one of those things where it's like the serendipity, the the, the, the podcast gods were smiling down on us uh, and in a room full of, what, 5,000 people, um, we happened to be the ones sitting uh, not on but next to the chair uh, of of Ty Daubert, who had the bottle cap. who of course has since been on the pod to discuss it. Um, Friend of the pod. So we're, refer- we're yeah, yeah. We're we're referring to episode ninety one dog beds, yes. and then Ty came on to talk about the dog beds on episode ninety five. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyone should go back and and uh, and listen to that. But uh, but yeah, we got to uh, watch a podcast um, from the comfort of our one dog of our beds. favorite one of our favorite podcasts, and a live recording. It's funny of the, man, of the like, rights to Ricky Sanchez, I, uh, Spike Eskin, and, and Mike Levin. Of course, they um, showed our pod so much love, which the OT yeah. really does appreciate. But it's funny. So man. we saw a live podcast, and then we recorded a podcast about it, and then they talked about our podcast yeah. on a later episode of their podcast. Yeah, um, yeah, and there were dog beds. Yes, it's funny, man. Just like ever since that experience i think we have fully understood the meaning of comfort and how important it is that we we be rested that our joints are supported 
Um, of course, there is a joint crisis in the canine world and in the human world. So we are all in on restful support of our joints and our body. Got to have a good mattress. And it's so important. You got to have a good mattress. And Ben, you're not you're not going to believe this. It's a guy who loves feeling comfortable. It's Adam Lustig is calling in right now on the phone. I'm gonna, oh wow! I'm going to put this conversation on pause for a second. I'm going to patch in Adam. We'll get back to this. Let's let's of just course, say hi yeah. to Adam really quick. Hang on. Yeah, let's see what Adam's up to. Hello. Can you guys can you guys hear me? I hope I'm not interrupting anything important. No. Oh my uh, gosh, you're coming uh, through crystal clear, Adam Lustig. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, I, I just wanted to call and just from the bottom of my heart and from the bottom of my butt, just wish you a happy hundredth <laughs> episode. No. I'm so proud of um, you guys. That, oh my goodness. That podcast in the game. Congratulations. Wow. That means Thank you. the world to us, Lustig, and it's completely unexpected. You caught us. Thank totally you so by much. Surprise. And yeah, I didn't that even realize me. you guys you know, I hate in a Trader Joe's parking lot. I was almost just gonna see if you guys needed anything from the grocery store. Incredible. Figured while <laughs> I got you while I got you, I would say congrats on this literal top tier basketball and culture and ball especially as a member of the bald community, uh, you guys are doing so much. Oh so yeah, well, you know, hey our agenda. It's it really means the world. As a basketball fan and as a bald young man, whatever so, we can do, whatever we can do to to you know for the cause. Lusto, um, that means the world to us here at the OTO. It really does, and uh, it's just it's great to hear your voice. Of course, you've been a contributor on this program over the course of the year several several times. So it's proud it's, to be one. Proud oh, to be one. I oh, wear it like a badge of honor. Always great to have you on. But listen, while while we got you on the phone here, we, we know you're yeah. a busy guy, you're a father. But talk to us real quick. What have you seen from this NBA season? That's exciting to you of course uh we had chris Stapp's porzingis come back to madison square garden last night that was interesting come on, and exciting. what about that uh, uh beautiful well, i mean to, to me that was one of the highlights of nick uh, i mean sure. like highlights as a nick fan as you both know yep. highlights yeah. as a nick fan are so few and so far between yep. that you yeah. really need to just like it's just like begging for scraps just like cherish these little like, moments yeah cherish them cherish yeah. them so last night was an amazing win i mean like honestly like one of the more significant and be- best no Knicks wins that i can remember in years i mean it really was it was, it was yeah, a, yeah. a, a memory of the last 20 years and it's like yeah, exactly the, outside of the you know the games and the playoffs that carmelo right. was in in 2013 find me a more important game at madison square garden than last night yeah, um, I'd be hard pressed to exactly. just find one. Hey, we will take it where we can get it. A Thursday night in the middle of November, uh, just you know, p- play- playoff, playoff intensity, incredible. Lester, I mean, the if, building was if, rocking, if for man. No re- it was rocking, man. I love the Porzingis was getting heckled. The vibe was very, very great. I love that the Mavericks are now just because we've traded with them so frequently are like our accidental rivals. Yes. Oh like yeah. Dallas, Dallas is 100% evil. <laughs> Dallas basketball is a place where yeah. evil people go to play basketball. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Exactly. And, uh, the Knicks Chris Stapps is a snake. Luca is a bat. He is a very bad boy. Yep. We do not. Luca yep. is arrogant. Like yep. Hardaway's a traitor. Cuban's oh. a prick. Yeah. Like, I could, I could talk myself into hating every element of Up and down the lineup, they are just evil to the core. <laughs> I mean, evil to yeah. the core, misogyny within the infrastructure of oh, the yeah. organization, the whole thing. They're evil, yeah. and if last I night somehow, we if, vanquished if, them. If, yep. Yeah, exactly. You know, if I could somehow loop in the Houston Astros cheating scandal <laughs> to the match. Yeah. Perfect. Absolutely. It's related. It's for sure related. Perfect. perfect. Yeah. Lust- that Dwight Powell, I don't trust him one bit. Nope. Who does? I- Trustworthy. You have to say yeah. that uh, the 
one of the reasons that that was most significant to me um, is because I cringe and I really recoil at all this like David is Fisdale on the hot seat talk mm. because this to me would be. Uh, I mean, like again, I put I have no faith in GM, no faith in the management, yep. like this kind of organization mix. But like to me, Fisdale's one of the few bright spots of the team right now. I I personally really like, you're a, like, you're a really, supporter. Really like, yeah, I like him as a coach. I think that he's like I like his attitude. I like uh, his humility. Uh, I think he's just sort of a funny, fun, uh, sort of charismatic, personable guy. I, I I would hate to see him get the hook so soon. Um, well, we know, do. What, what do you guys think? We do really appreciate we appreciate the fact that he has finally come around to um, recognizing Frank as a dog, as a canine. <laughs> so um, yeah, if you he, know this, um, he described Frank Nilakina last night as a dog. <laughs> Frank Nilakina went into but only but only after office. Frank came to him and said, "I'm a dog now," or "I'm a dog too." <laughs> and then in the post game press conference, it was finally time for Fisdale to admit publicly, "Yes, yep. he is a dog. He's a bulldog and a junkyard dog." <laughs> Um, of course, yeah. Lustig, the On the Line podcast is a dog-friendly pod. We are a podcast that celebrated, an enti- with an entire episode, dog beds, that all dogs should be resting on beds. So That's right. very exciting for us <laughs> if Frank Villacino would be if, described if, as a dog. If Frank needs a big barker dog bed... We can arrange um, it. That's not yeah. a problem. We can arrange it. We it turns out, though... resting Frank. those joints, Frank. Yeah. Yeah. He, he <laughs> will have to fight a, uh, a junkyard dog fight, though, with another Frank um, who is currently <laughs> yeah, sleeping yeah, on said dog, dog bed. Yeah, my dog. dog, which, dog my dog, Which is Frank. Chris's actual dog, dog whose Frank. name is also Frank. That's there right. cannot be... There, there literally uh. cannot be too many dogs. <laughs> that's right that's right. possible, possible. Yeah. Uh, all right well listen that's the Knicks. lusta what else have you enjoyed from this past nba season of course i, I know you're a uh, fan of trey young and the uh, I'm a, yeah. i am trey young i was a trey young skeptic at the beginning rookie yeah. season and i've come You've 180 come around. degrees around he's a freeze freaking great yeah <laughs> he's unbelievable I yeah he's pretty good I mean, like, so, like, he nutmegs guys on the run. Incredible. He makes incredible, like, incredible. just his pat. He's just amazing. Like, yeah. he's really brought a real, like, Rucker Park vibe. Showtime, some, some personality games. to the way he plays. Yeah. Really, 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 really great. Um, and he's, uh, and I hate to break this to him, but his thing very, very soon. I hate a young man. Um, but another thing I've really loved is the Andrew Wiggins start. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Here it is. This has been wildly unexpected. I mean, like, right off Andrew Wiggins as a bust. And, like, I've always, like, secretly harbored, like, I, I don't know why I root for him. Maybe because he just seems, like, kind of so downtrodden and down to earth and just, like, and, like, just, like, shit on by the media forever. But yep. I, he's doing, he's playing so great. He's yeah. Having, like, one of the more impressive starts to the season. My God. He's, like, weird. I've heard yeah. that young man. He's killing it so hard, and in like so, in like in doing it in like so many different. Ca- I mean, as a you know, as as a fellow fantasy basketball player, I'm sure you're checking those box scores, and he's like averaging like you know, like the thing about him is that he was always just an empty scorer. He never did anything else. Um, and now, not only is his like scoring up and his efficiency up, but he's like getting like three steals a game, getting like Amazing. seven rebounds, eight assists. You're just like, wait, what? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It, yep. it, it does. To, to speak to the Bill Simmons, the famous uh, Bill Simmons Ewing effect, it's like a team that trades their superstar gets better. I mean, like, it does sort of, there, the evidence is very, very, very strong that Jimmy Butler was so bad. <laughs> like, yeah, just maybe so not bad the best teammate. Team. 
Yeah. And it was just like so mean to that. Like, like <laughs> he's such a bully. Like, playing well such a because, fucking like, dickhead. Butler is so mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredibly like someone just being mean can actually like have an effect on adults. Yeah, it really yeah. changes the game. Yeah, exactly. Like adult. Like Jimmy Butler is a mean adult. To he's mean to other adults. Yeah. It's yeah. Not okay to be mean. It made them. It, it made them all feel sad and they didn't play well when they're sad. That's right. But truly, though, I mean, the guy yeah. is like kind of... <laughs> Literally what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, yes. Uh, I love it. I'm like, Jimmy Butler belongs in Miami, man, because like, Miami, like, I don't know, like, yep. that, Pat, that Pat Riley sort of, like, culture... Like, oh, he's the perfect that, Miami Heat. Perfect, perfect Miami Heat. So, yeah. like, I'm almost happy for Butler, too. I'm happy for all the Timberwolves to have, like, get rid of, like, having been rid of him now. I'd mm-hmm. love to see Wiggins thriving. I'm pleasantly surprised by the Celtics. That's another thing that I really did not see coming. The Them Celtics. getting off to, like, such a fire Celtics. Start. Crazy. What? I mean, I guess. How, how about how do you these guys, Celtics? Is, Kemba how, Walker. Can you believe it? I don't, know, guy... I don't know what to think. I'm not sure what to say. Little the all-star break i just see them settling it around like four or five in the east i just can't believe they're going to keep this up I'm yeah like, at the top of the heap i just don't see it what do you guys think of carmelo to the blazers oh baby what are your knee-jerk reactions hey, what do you, you know guys what, lusto i'm happy for the guy i know you're yeah serious. you gotta be happy for him of course adam lustig is a huge syracuse booster grew Big up rooting Victor. for the orange men so this is a mellow ha- has had a complicated place in adam's life of course he started yes. for the knicks all these years but you know yes. what lustig i'm happy for the guy you know what i mean like let him let him i don't know if this is the end of the run here man let him play 15 minutes a night let him play 20 minutes a night he can still score the basketball and if he's a good teammate who the hell cares i don't know like i'm I, i'm happy he's gonna go out on his terms yeah you gotta take a shot i mean they, they have nothing else going on on the team in the front court so why not why the hell not yeah, bring up one other which is that i just want to say that you're who is responsible for the on the line podcast opening theme song who is who oh is yeah you like that, that? Um, very can, very much oh, i yeah, like it awesome. very much yeah well so the 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 sort of bass track is uh is the song that I've been obsessed with for many years that I first discovered, of course, uh, through Brendan Shields back in the uh, 62 Marriage Street days. But it's by this this uh, this duo from London called Leatherette. Yeah. Uh, and the track is called Montego Fuzz. And then, and then uh, Chris, as you've probably heard, just went completely fucking insane <laughs> and lost his mind, adding adding in all sorts of drops and samples uh, on, yeah. into the track. The drop of who is it that plugs the official watch of the <laughs> Tiso is the official watch of the NBA. <laughs> the official watch of the NBA. It's so phenomenal. Good. Absolutely yeah, that's phenomenal. A, is that is that Windhorst? I don't. I think and it's Windhorst. Wind right? Hor- yeah, Wind- Windhorst talking right. about his feelings about Wind- aggregators. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's, it's, is it Woj talking about the watch? And Woj, the Woj, Woj the watch. talking about the official watch. Yeah. Really outstanding. Yeah. yeah. It's an outstanding listen. Uh, well, just so yeah, just so all our listeners know that that intro is an, is a, a living document. It will be changing That's and evolving. Right. Um, as the as the podcast progresses, we'll be you know adding and subtracting. Uh, you know, it's it's a modular uh, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I was just going to say that I love it. I I think that it. I mean, it, it deserves to sort of skyrocket to the top of uh, if there is like a sort of Spotify playlist uh, of best podcast themes. Oh yeah. there. that makes us real. We're real happy to hear. Lesto, before yeah. we let you go, I, we know you're a busy yes. guy. I just wanted Please. to ask you. Uh, I know you watch a lot of these teams out west. The Phoenix Suns. Are you a believer yeah. in the Phoenix Suns? Do you think this is a playoff squad? The Phoenix Suns. I don't know. I'm. I'm not sure. I'm on the fence. 
I'm, I've yet to be convinced. I mean, Devin Booker is an all-timer. He's like sort mm. of one of the most potent scorers that we have in the league and fairly underrated. I think they need another piece, though, don't you? I mean, like, I just feel like they need one more... I don't know, some perimeter shooting or in the absence of eight, maybe another big body. I just don't, I don't know. I haven't watched them all wow. that closely, but they, their bench feels thin. I'm not sure. I'm a little skeptical. I know they've gotten off to a really hot start and they're hanging with some of the big boys. They're beat, like, didn't they? They've had some impressive wins. Didn't they beat Philly or something? I don't know. They, yeah, like, they did beat Philly. Yeah. Yes. So, like, they've had some signature wins and that's all well and good. I don't know. Something, the West is super competitive. I, I see them fighting for a playoff spot at the end of the day. I hope they make it because they're really fun and Devin Booker deserves success, but I am, I'm not ready at this moment to anoint them like a four, even five gotcha. seed. So you're in the pumping West the brakes. You're, you're, you're staying cautious. You're cautiously optimistic. Brakes. Yeah, think, exactly. Okay. I'm uh I'm extremely anxious about what happens when Aiden comes back because it's, yeah, like the is, fact that he, does he crack is, the rotation, is, Ben? Do you feel he is a rotation player or Jesus is this Christ. Baines's, is this Baines's team now, Ben? Uh, yeah. <laughs> ha- having, having spent a second round draft pick on him in our fantasy basketball league, uh, I'm a little, little trepidatious about the, <laughs> the future for young Deandre. I think uh, we've entered the Baines mode, folks. I think oh, this, is, this is Baines mode. It's the Baines Jesus. era. It's the Baines oh, era. Yeah. Please kill me. Uh, exactly. So, uh, <laughs> so funny. Uh, yeah. uh, but I, I wish I wish them the best. I hope that they can uh, really bring the thunder to. I want to say it is at the talking stick Rizna. Yeah, talking it's, stick. it's the Talking Stick Resort Arena. That's correct. One of my favorite named arenas. In- it's a great fucking name. It's an inc- <laughs> it's an incredible name. We're yes. very thrilled that the Phoenix Suns are relevant. They're in the thick of it again. Yeah, definitely. Um, Lesto, listen, yep. I know you're busy. I know you got stuff to do. Please, uh, I just wanted to call. Congratulations. You're one of my favorite pawns on the airwaves. Oh, wow. uh, you guys are doing fabulous work. Congratulations. You. Here's to another 100. You don't look a day over 99 episodes. <laughs> uh, well, it means the world to us. Again, you caught us totally by surprise. This is not yeah. something I mean, we were expecting, so we're flattered. Well, absolutely in prompt to surprise them. Yeah, an incredible delight. And and of course we thank you for the call and we thank you also for your your past contributions to the pod yeah. um which which I I hope there are many more to come. Hey, Lester, I can I, I I'm sure there'll be. Yeah. Listen, we're going to let you go, but uh come back on the show sometime in the next month or two. We there's there's we'll more do, s- more stuff to talk about. Have a great day and uh thanks for the call. Too, we guys. appreciate it, man. We'll talk to you Absolutely. soon. Absolutely. Mazel tov. Mazel tov. Okay. I mean, I just, I don't know what to say, Ben. These guys keep calling in one after another uh, to wish us happy OTL 100. It's pretty special. It's so touching. It's so humbling. It's so, uh, yeah, it's like, it's really only until it's moments like this that you kind of sit stand back and and realize what you've accomplished. Truly, we have touched so many lives. Like we truly have, we have really influenced so many people. It's very moving, uh, and we appreciate everyone calling in like this. This is wow, yeah. unexpected. We brought we brought so much happiness to so many people, yeah, Chris. It's, um, it's pretty and, uh, cool when your fans call in like this. So we appreciate everyone for listening to the show and calling in. Um, ben, before before the episode gets away from us here, uh, at this point, I think we're probably at the four hour mark. Um, we should, uh, why don't we talk quickly about the future of the show? Uh, we, we, of course. we've, we've reflected on the past. We've reflected on the present tense. What do we imagine for our future? Kind of what direction do we hope the podcast takes? 
any sort of dream guests, uh, any sort of partnerships we're excited about, any sort of like big ideas, pie in the sky, anything sort of outside the box that we should talk about? Um, where, Gosh, where I mean, get? it's such a good question, Chris. I feel like if there's one uh, sort of consistent, um, you know, sort of strategy that I've had mm. throughout this whole um, mm. history of this podcast, it's to not have any kind of expectation yeah. plan whatsoever. Wow. Uh, to assume absolutely nothing um, and expect absolutely nothing. And, uh, you know, so far that's worked out pretty well. So I can't say that I... Um, you know, we're we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. I got to say, man, uh, I'm right there with you. I haven't really ruminated too much. I... I, again, like I have been approached on the subways and on the streets. People kind of come up to me all the time. I love the show so much. I'm, I listen every week. I can't wait sure. for OTL 100. What's next? Blah, blah, blah. And I have tried my best not to let it affect me. I have tried not to become too circumspect about, you know, getting to our 100th podcast episode. So I, well, here's um, mm. yeah, here's here's a little thing that I like to do, Chris. When I'm stopped on the street, um, f- uh, by listeners, by fans, yeah. uh, you know, who 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 are are just desperate, dying to know, you know, what what are you guys doing for your next draft? What sure. are you doing for your next episode? Right. What's next? Uh, you know, what's what's going to happen in the coming year? You know what I like to do, Chris? I like to just smile and say, stay tuned. Wow, <laughs> wow. So maybe yeah. maybe we'll embrace that smile and stay tuned. Just give them a little, just give them a little knowing smirk, a little wink oh, maybe, man. and say, stay, stay tuned. tuned. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I like that a lot. Um, man, dream guest. Is there a dream guest? I honestly like, for me, I think a dream would be talking maybe to one of our trees Maybe, you know, a tree would be incredible. Like talking, I mean, talking to a tree, just if about, Mark Eaton is listening, if, if George Murison is listening, yeah, if we could ever land a tree, if Keith Kloss is listening, just, you know, I would love a Kloss. I would love a Kloss. I would love to know what it's like to be a tree. Uh, I would love to talk to a Chelsea Reddick. I would love to talk mm, to, mm-hmm. I, I, I would love to, uh, I don't know. I, 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 I yeah, I would love to talk. I would love to see what uh, what JJ's home looks like in sure. New Orleans. Um, I would be curious I would love to know if we could do some kind of a, a pilgrimage down to the Big Easy and do like maybe like a home tour with JJ. What about um, talking to the Sonic Skate guys? That would be cool. Or like, that would be very cool. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe Freddie the Barber. Like maybe we track him down. Talk Man, to him. if he's still around, yeah, yeah that'd be him awesome. About like the days where he was working with Mason on his hairdo. Uh, that would certainly be a lot of fun. So I don't know. There there are things that, sure, my imagination, of course, sometimes doesn't run wild. I confess that it does. But like mm-hmm, you said, mm-hmm. I, I am embracing your mantra, which is just smile, nod, and say, stay tuned. So yeah, we'll you know, see. be open to anything. I'm not going to turn down, you know, if Arvita Sabonis says, hey, guys, heard, heard the deep dive mm. episodes. Great mm. job. I'd love to come on and, and mm. tell you a little bit more about my story. I would not turn that down. I I wouldn't say no to that, you know? So, Ben, one thing is that, you know, we mentioned the the music of the show, that we Mm -hmm. initially had a piece of music that was gifted to us by Peter, Bjorn, and John, who are famous musicians who reached out to me. They listened to the show every week, and they said, please... Uh, we would love for you to use this piece of music to help uh, just kind of put us on the map a little bit. And uh, we used that piece of music for a while. Tomorrow has to wait. And then we decided maybe it's time we use something a little different, something, you know, just to change it up. 
And we have, of course, been uh, gifted a new piece of music from Leatherette, which is the wonderful, incredible duo of uh, Andy Harbour and Richard Robert Richard Roberts, based out of the UK. Um, but Ben, you know, like the show has evolved. You know, like once upon a time, the show was largely about. I would just call a different friend every week. And it was, you know, frankly, like a lot of work to try to kind of confirm everyone's schedule and find someone new and try to find someone who hadn't been on the show yet. And when I really realized that you were the person that I wanted to be talking to every week, the the, the dynamic of the show has kind of changed. And Hmm. with the changing dynamic, we need to (laughs) change some of the things about the pod. So... Ben, I want to float a couple of ideas out there. Share with our audience one. Ben, we will be uh, we will be debuting a new piece of artwork, a logo, That's right. a brand a, new logo in the coming weeks. So we want everyone, our own logo. Our you can't. Logo. I mean, I mean, this gosh. is a one of a kind logo. This is a big deal. This is not something anyone's ever seen before. Okay, this is not. That's right. If you walk We're outside, a... you're not going to see this logo on the street. Okay, it's not. Yep. It's not currently on a cap. It's not on a T-shirt. No one's ever seen it before. No. This is a brand new custom design brand that we are new, commissioning. Brand new custom commissioned piece that'll just be for you and I, Ben, and for the pod. Yeah. And then the other thing... Could not be more excited about that. The other thing I wanted to talk about, Ben, with you is our name on the line. (sighs) Wow. So this is a big... Yeah, this is a big thing. So Ben, once upon a time, like I said, the, the podcast kind of was very hastily birthed uh, just at the trade deadline in 2018. And Mm -hmm. Blake Griffin had been traded. It rocked everyone's world. Literally, I I couldn't walk a single block in Manhattan without people crying, coming up to me. Have you heard about Blake? What does this mean for the league? Can can someone would find would someone finally discuss it on a podcast? This is this is just literally earth shattering. I wish there was someone that would discuss it. And mm-hmm. so I went and got a recorder and a microphone, and I called the only person I knew to call at that time, and that was Matt Hobby. And Matt was living in Los Angeles, so I, I I really felt that he would have his thing. I really felt that he would have his finger on like the the pulse of sure. the Los Angeles basketball scene. Right, and right. And so I just I needed a name for the podcast. I was talking to him on the phone. I said, Matt, well, Matt's on the line. I'm going to talk to Matt. And, and so, and that was the name of the pod. And so we just went with that. And yeah, you were so, you were so desperate and furious to get, to get your, your hasty, takes out to, to, to process that you didn't even have time to stop and, and think twice no, about a name. I didn't, at that point, Ben, we weren't working with a marketing The name team. wasn't important. It was the, it was the get, it was the processing of the information. This was and getting, before we had hired a marketing the agency. This was before we had a publicist, Ben. This was sure. before all of our lawyers, our many team, our, our vast team of lawyers were, were working on the show. Yeah, us. the massive bureaucratic web. This that now exists pre, behind this podcast. Pre-intern, before any of the interns were working on the show, it was just a very simple, humble beginning. Yeah. Well, Ben, now, 100 episodes later, how the, the tables have turned, and we are now something of an institution. Mm-hmm. And um, with, you know, institutional might comes big decisions, and... I want to float to you, Ben, that maybe we will change the name of the podcast to something that sort of fits us and our brand of 
absurdity and love of basketball, you know, and speaks to it's our a, unique <sighs> brand. Boy, it's a big step. I got to be honest. It's a little terrifying. I mean... No promises. Hey, we don't have to yeah, commit to anything. Right. We, yeah, this, this is, is also... We're literally... Once famously said we would never accept corporate money. And now, yeah. of course, we work with one of the biggest mattress companies in the world. Kill it sleep. <laughs> Technically, not corporate money. No. I, 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 I think no, we that we've stuck to our guns I mean, with that it one. It is yeah, uh, yeah. an ethical company, so we stand by our commitment to not taking blood money. Uh, yeah. Ben, I'm sorry, one second. We do have a call really quickly here oh, from Okay, Chris, speaking of blood money, who do we have? Chris Smith. Uh, let's patch him in, Ben, one second. Oh, Here's all right. Chris Smith in uh, Los Angeles, California. Here he is, Chris Smith. Chris. Hey guys, are you serious? What is this about? Happy 100! Oh, Happy Jesus. 100, boys! Are you oh, kidding me? you remembered? Calling <laughs> in for the 100th episode, Chris Smith. Is this a shitty? I was thinking about you guys because you know when you cross over triple digits, that's yeah. that's when you know the offense is clicking, oh, right? Oh boy! Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Chris, this is this is very meaningful to have you call in the show like this. Thank you so much for thinking of us, man. How's everything going yeah. on? How's everything going out there? Uh, everything's great, yeah. you know. Uh, business as usual, Good. just trucking along out great. here. We miss you guys. Uh, Can't wait to see you at the next uh, wedding event or whatever. However, we yeah. can get together. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, sure. Hey, have you, you been know, watching? Have you been watching NBA basketball at all this season? You know, I, I I've been watching a little bit here and there. Um, there, you know, uh, where I watch, what have I watched lately that's gotten my attention? Um, I love to see the Knicks beat. Uh, hey, was that fun? I love, love to see oh, the yeah. Knicks beat Kristaps Porzingis. I'm sure you had a couple guys oh, calling about boy, that. Oh, yep, boy, yep. We had a good time talking about that one. Yeah, of course. Congratulations to Jimmy D and his <laughs> Sunshine Kids. <laughs> That's right, right baby. One of the best, one of the best owners in organized. Nice sports. when the good guys win, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he deserves it. Uh, exactly. He's he's really earned it. Yeah. Uh, we're all happy for him. And Smitty, you're in the 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 center of the basketball universe out there in Los Angeles. These Clippers have been playing great. The Lakers have looked, uh, you know, like they're an up and coming team. This is going to so, be I a, don't know. a lot of fun for you as well, living out yeah. in LA. I don't know if you guys. Um, covered this yet but mm. during the off season sure. both the clippers and the lakers made some pretty big acquisitions improvements yeah yeah i heard i heard there's a a battle going on uh, in los angeles some battle people are calling it the, the battle the battle of los angeles the battle yeah. for los angeles have you been caught up in that at all have you been have you taken any any crossfire well they uh, made some personnel changes which have been fascinating and yeah. i don't know if you guys know the Toronto Raptors won the won, uh, they won the championship last yeah, year. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And they featured a key player named Kawhi Leonard, who's a small forward. Sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this year he became a free agent and he went over to the Los Angeles Clippers. Did you guys cover that at all? Unbelievable. We did. I do we remember the story. It. We did mention it yeah. in one of our recent shows. Yeah. This guy mm-hmm. can play. Yeah, he can. Yeah, sure can. can Shoots so, the rock, yeah. likes to pass it. Isn't isn't afraid to defend the ball as well. He, yeah, he's, he's great at dri- great at dribbling, great at passing. You, yeah, exactly. See, you guys, you guys know. You yeah, guys we know, know his game so, real well. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. So he's fun to watch. And then on the other hand, on the other side of town. Sorry, I'm by a sink. I'm putting some stuff in my hair right now. <laughs> <laughs> Smitty is multitasking. <laughs> I'm multitasking. 
Um, I'm celebrating your your hundredth uh, episode, but you know it just doesn't just stop with you guys. No, right? got, of course not. I got yeah. Hey, too. you got but that busy LA lifestyle. Yeah. On the other side of town, you got uh, LeBron James. Yeah. Mmm. The crosstown rivals. That's right, and he's been in the league for a few years now. He's won a few MVPs and he's won a few championships. So very interesting stuff out here in Los Angeles. Mm. Now, Smitty, I know you are a frequent player on the FanDuel. You're you're one of these guys like me who enjoys playing the daily fantasy. And, oh, I love and, it. And the key with this daily fantasy, Ben, I don't know if you've ever played, is is like the streamers finding the guys who are sure. going to get an opportunity for for one oh, yeah. or two nights. Maybe an injury happens, and so suddenly someone's playing 30, 40 minutes a night. Is there yes. a, is, is there a guy that you have really enjoyed learning about this year, vis a vis the daily fantasy? I love daily fantasy, and if you don't mind, I just got I'm brushing my teeth here. Uh, so, <laughs> I love daily fantasy, and you know what? Yeah. If there's one guy yeah. that I key in, that I key into my lineup. Yeah. And Chris, you like? I'm telling you my secret. No. No, no, no. Carry on, carry on, Prince. Okay. Small forward gets uh, a lot of minutes in Brooklyn, wow. and the guy pulls down a lot of rebounds. He's dishing the ball. Oh, Torian Prince. To yeah, yeah. Torian, yeah. Yeah. Now uh, he's Torian. I, I think it's Torian. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna blame the toothbrush on that one. Sure. Boys. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, we apologize. We forgot it. But we, we must have not uh, accounted for the the three hour time difference here. I didn't even realize it's it's morning time for you course, still. So yeah. you're doing. Of course, you're doing your morning routine. That makes that makes perfect sense. So we've we've combed our hair, we've brushed our yeah. teeth. Uh, next up, Smith, what do we got? Shaving. You gonna you gonna ma- ma- maybe some baby powder in the armpits? A little. <laughs> do you ever do that? No, I haven't done that. It doesn't get sticky out here. It's a dry heat. Sure. Oh, of course. Yep, yep, yep. It's too sticky, so I don't usually mess with the perspiration. Not a major that issue. I'm, I'm set. I just gotta let my hair curl. Perfect. And, mm-hmm. uh, well, you're looking you're looking great. I know our, our viewers, you know, or our listeners rather, you know, aren't, aren't privy to this, but uh, but you're looking fantastic. Um, well, listen, yeah. Smith, uh, I, I, we know you've got plenty to do this morning. You still got to make breakfast and coffee and all that. So we don't we don't want to keep you. But this has been tremendous. Yeah, go maybe in like yeah, this for our. 100. If you need to go grab that that newspaper, it's probably sitting out on your on your doorstep. That's you right. Wanna, well, you, might, you might want to check for that. that. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep on with my morning routine. Yeah, I won't go do. into any more details than I already have. But I just mm-hmm. want to say congratulations, 100 episodes. Thanks, wow, a lot to be proud of. And hey, how about picking up the defense? You know what I mean? I mean, you guys are scoring so many points. You have got over 100 episodes. How about, how about running back and getting back on defense so you can win this thing? <laughs> I love yeah, it. I love, love the suggestion. Hey, listen, uh, we'd love to have you back on the show sometime in the next couple months as the uh, NBA season unfolds here. So enjoy your morning. Sm- Enjoy the the morning coffee in the paper. We'll talk to you real soon. Yeah, thank you, thank you so much for calling. All right, thanks, guys. And you have my phone number, so you can send me a text message, and we can arrange for another time to talk. That's right. That's right. Would love that. Would love that. Okay, guys. All right, take care. This is getting a little bit overwhelming, man. I mean, all these all these guests calling in. I mean, I love. Yeah, them. I appreciate the love, especially. Yeah. I think I believe that that's the first uh, toothbrushing that we've ever had yeah. on our yeah. on our podcast. So we just made history yet yet again on <laughs> oh. our uh, historic all OTL an or sorry OTL one hundred episode. An incredibly hygienic appearance from Chris Smith brushing his teeth on the air. Uh, <laughs> very moving that he would do that for us. Ben. <laughs> yeah, really go, going above and beyond yes. uh, to to fit us in there. Um, 
Yeah, well, huge thanks to Chris. Um, we were talking. Anyway, where were we? Chris, yeah, well, Chris called. We were talking about um, the name of the podcast. So this, this name change thing. Yeah. So this is we're actually uh, peek behind the curtain to our listeners. We actually are just we haven't even fully decided. No. We're we're literally talking about this, uh, thinking out loud. Uh, maybe we open um, it spontaneously to the listeners. I mean, here. Ben, maybe we open it to the listeners. Oh, I would love it if if listeners have suggestions. Um, so, we have uh, an email address. We have a Twitter account. Hit right. us up. So it's send, on the send line in. pod at gmail.com. That's on the line pod at gmail.com. You can always tweet at us at on the line underscore pod or find us on Instagram. Um, or you can find Ben online. You are at Ben underscore craw. Uh, mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. At, not too active on Twitter, but you know, if you want to throw me a follow, go for it. I'm at Chris Wendelkin on Twitter. Um, if you have a name for for the pod that you love, you got something burning, you know, go ahead and tweet it at us. Send us an email. Uh, we'd love to hear what you're thinking. Again, we're not committing to changing <clears throat> the name. It's just something yeah. that. Ben, this is, you know, the OTL 100. This is our 100th episode. It's kind of important for us now to take stock a little bit. Yeah, this is our first chance. You know, we've been we've been podcasting so hard uh, over the past, you know, two, almost two years now that we literally haven't gotten a chance to stop and catch our breath. So we're doing that now for the first time on OTL 100. So I love the idea of a name change. You know, right. on the line is a little vague, a little mm-hmm. nondescript. Mm-hmm. Um, there, I believe there was another uh, podcast about fishing That's that right. had the same name. That's right. There was another one about uh, makeup, I believe, that had the same name, well, ben, uh, which is since know, folded under. Yeah, the makeup uh, on the line. Uh, <laughs> well, they caved under the pressure. Oh, uh, boy. They yeah. felt us breathing down their neck. As soon as they saw us in, in, encroaching on their turf, they just tucked tail and, and, and ran. They decided enough is enough. These guys own this corner of the OTL. Uh, we've tried, we've made inroads, but it's pointless. These guys keep put, putting out an episode every week. They're passionate. They draft. They do deep dives. Yeah, audience, these guys have way more free time than us. Their audience we cannot is rabid, com- compete, and they're uncontrollable. So, uh, I mean. You know, when we talk about our accomplishments and victories on the show, of course, forcing another podcast to rename <laughs> is something of a victory. But Ben, absolutely, now it's time for us to consider potentially, you know, our own victory, our own name change. Um, so, I think it's, I think it's, uh, it's probably due. Um, okay. Like I said, it's, it's I mean, a little it's scary. Ex- it's exciting. I think we're both kind it's of exciting about the prospect. Let's be yeah. honest. I mean, the thing is, the the only thing that that gives me like slight anxiety about it is that you know um like we have a name now like that that's that's kind of existed in in all these different forms you know like otl 100 is not going to be otl 100 anymore or like our all otl teams will have to be renamed Mm -hmm. something else um i think the thing i like most about on the line is the otl acronym it has such a nice flow and ring to it but i'm sure that there are keep i mean so let's say you know in three weeks from now, this is called, you know, Ben Ben's Wild Adventure. You know what I mean? Mm. But can't we can't Ben's Wild Adventure also have a first team all OTL where we pay homage to our past as Oh, I see. OTL? So we keep the all OTL history books. Basically sure. when we when we change the franchise's uh, uh, location and name, we retain all the record books, if you will. <laughs> Something of an Oklahoma Something. City situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
Um, I like that idea. I like that idea a lot. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we wouldn't rename and rebrand past episodes, I guess. We would just... No, those Just going forward. Those remain. Everything will be there in the archive. We won't call those episodes anything different. It's not like... It's important to acknowledge... We're not going to erase our history. Right. We're not not going to... Episode art or anything like that. No. Right, right. Okay. Just yeah, I like it. that. Nothing, we're okay. not committing to anything right now. It's just something I want you to think about. Again, On the Line was a name that I kind of hastily came up with a year and a half ago, and that was before I had a co-host in the picture. Now that I do right. have a co-host in the picture, I feel it's a priority for me to have a name that is representative of us, something that is uniquely us. Well, that means a lot. I mean, that really, like, just as an aside here, it's, I got to thank you, Chris. And this is a, a, a moment of, of real sincerity and, gen- and um, genuineness for me. Like, it's been uh, so much f- fucking fun to do this podcast. Yeah. And again, it was never anything that I, like, planned on. Like, the first time I came on, I was like, sure, maybe I'd do this, like, uh, once every couple months or whenever, like, Chris feels like it. It was, like, completely, like, just kind of left it up to you. It was your podcast. Um, and the fact that like kind of my enthusiasm and, uh, some might say bordering on obsession with it, like you sort of responded to positively in a way, like is, is just like so great. And I can't thank you enough for like kind of allowing me to just like gradually and naturally like kind of like insinuate myself into this thing um, as a like, oh, sure, I'm just going to be like a, a, a guest, uh, maybe like a, a pretty regular guest. Like, a, okay, so I'm the guest every week. <laughs> okay, you know what? We're just going to call me a co-host. Yeah, like, I, um, I will say now, Ben, like full disclosure, peeking behind the curtain over here, I y- uh, fully admitting like you were always the dream guest um, I just, oh. I, I truthfully never, I, I never really knew if you would ever be interested in doing something like coming on a podcast literally once. I kind yeah. I kind of thought. And by the way, I'd never done this before. Exactly. I'd never been on a, like, a single podcast ever before I'm, or actually since I've never gone on another one. <laughs> we're also like Besides different this. personalities in that way. Like I'm a performer actor. Like for me, it's like, yeah, of course. I, I love, you know, being publicly facing and kind of talking and running my mouth. But you, mm-hmm. I also know your personality is like, you can be more quiet and reserved. So I was like, ah, I'm not sure if this is something Ben would be interested in. But I knew from our private conversations that you are wildly passionate about the NBA and are just about <laughs> the funniest fucking person I know when it comes to the NBA. Aww. So you were always like the dream person I would want to talk to. I just wasn't sure if it was something you would be interested in. So was, I, wow. I remember the first time I asked you, I was like, I wonder, I wonder if I could twist Ben Craw's arm into coming onto my stupid podcast once. And I remember it was so positive and you were so happy about the whole thing. I was like, wow, I wonder if he would come on again. Like if I could convince him to come back on. And when you, well, that was the thing I really had no idea either, you know, like, yeah. And then when you seem to, you seem to take to it so quickly and then, um, yeah, man, the stars just aligned. I had just moved back to New York and it was so exciting to like, have like frankly like just like have like a regular date where I was like talking to you about this thing that we love you were still living in Brooklyn at the time so it was like I was either coming to your house or you're coming up to Queens and there was this like standing thing that we would just like always see each other and talk about the funniest fucking thing in the world and yeah. um, it was just so easy and then I remember man like I remember when I 
we went to Mexico together for our friend Billy's wedding. Oh, that's right. Another another big chapter in the podcast's history. And I remember... Getting uh, getting detained at the border. I remember... <laughs> Accidentally. I was like, I need to, like, actually, like, put this in, like, cement with Ben that, like, I want to him to be, like, the co-host of the pod. So I remember asking you at breakfast... Um, at that place where we went. Remember we went to like that like cow farm place? Yeah. And, and then the, and the wait which was, was like two hours. Yeah, it was like two hours so and we were, we were like, all like fucking hungover and exhausted yeah, and we're like, you no, we need, we need food like, immediately. We're just going to go somewhere else. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. we found breakfast at this place and I think Kate went up to use the bathroom and I was like, hey man, do you want to do this? To, like, do you want to like, are you okay with this? Like continuing? I like, I know the NBA playoffs are over at this point, but do you want to just keep coming on the show and like be my co-host? And you're like, yeah. I was like, yeah. wow. No, I remember my reaction was just like, oh yeah, obviously. Like, like what are you, yeah, like, of course, what, what are you talking are about? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, by now we'd been doing it long enough. I was like, yeah, like, like, what like else whatever you want to call me. I don't sure. care if you, yeah. 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 Like, uh, sure. But yeah, what's obviously we're not man, stopping. Is that we barely escaped the country. So like we, we put our partnership. <laughs> Could have been it right then and there. We cemented our partnership <laughs> at breakfast. And within a couple of hours later, we barely escaped the country of Mexico. <laughs> Um, we were detained at the border. We we thought we escaped, and we took a wrong turn. And suddenly, we were facing like the fight of our lives to get out of uh, to, get, to get out of border patrol. We were detained. It was it was terrifying, but we did manage to escape. We got back to the United States, and the rest is history, man. Um, so, what a ride it's yeah. been. What a it's ride. really cool. I really can't thank you enough for for giving me you, you know this this small little thing that uh, so that fun. again I, it's not you know I don't know that we you know don't have the the biggest audience we're not uh, making um, you know millions of dollars off this thing but it is a a real bright spot yeah. in my week. It's like the thing I look forward to. It's the thing that Same, distracts me from all the other awful, depressing, Things horrifying more. shit that's going I on. Know. And I, I don't think there's any real uh, coincidence that like my passion and enthusiasm for this kind of coincides with like seemingly like the rest of the world around me, like disintegrating and collapsing. It's insane. <laughs> but it's insane. Um, like we have, you know, this if it's little escape vehicle for ourselves. And I think ultimately like that's probably just what we want for our audiences. Like, yeah, we're all living in this dumpster fire of a world right now. And maybe for an hour every week, we can sort of goof around about uh, LeBron and the Lakers and, and Dwight Howard and yeah. just like all the absurdity. And if it gives, right, if it gives a listener like an hour to like take their mind off all their other annoying yes. shit that they have to deal with in their, you know, probably very difficult, stressful lives because every yep. single person's life is difficult and stressful. Yep. Like that is uh, the absolute greatest achievement yeah. I could ever hope for. Yeah, um, right whether there. it's you know two million people or, or 20 people yeah. um it's awesome sure. that anyone listens to this it's uh really actually shot like genuinely shocking and amazing um it's shocking uh, anytime anyone ever emails the show tweets at us anytime anyone leaves a positive uh review in itunes and if you've done that thank you so so much it like truly yeah. helps us and like, I still don't believe that any of you are real, but if you are, are if you are if you are bots, that is fine. That's I fine welcome too. the bots. Like, more bots I, I are, say, are certainly man, okay. The sentences are getting more and more more and more coherent in those reviews. <laughs> so I'm starting to think that some of them are real. And if you're one of the real people, there are fewer and fewer Russian characters yes, in these I know, reviews. I know. 
Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for telling yeah. other people about the show. It means a lot to Honestly, us. Honestly, like from the bottom of our hearts, yeah. thank you so much. It's so crazy and so cool. And we're excited um, to make another hundred episodes. I mean, like, hell yeah. yeah, it's just, it's just going to get weirder and, uh, it's going to be fun to see where things go with the league, where things go with the pod. We'll keep you guys posted on, uh, our, our new name. If we wind up changing our name or maybe we will, yeah. maybe we'll just be definitely. The yeah, definitely let us know if you have any name recommendations, if you have any draft ideas, yeah. uh, if you have any uh, completely absurd extreme takes. Obviously, those are the types of takes that we gravitate yes. toward um, uh, uh, increasingly <laughs> and yes. with uh, greater and greater zeal. Uh, so, yeah, like let's just keep it going yeah, and 100 more and can't can't wait. Well, this is the best. OTL 100, I think, was a wild success, Ben. I think uh, I haven't looked at my recorder, but I have a feeling we're coming in around the six-hour mark here. Uh, yeah, let's hope we actually re- recorded this one. <laughs> um, <laughs> that would be Another something. miracle, honestly, is just the, the technological. Oh, I, I mean, we, we didn't even get into this but like there was a solid like i don't know eight months there where we were like couldn't figure out exactly how to record without getting like a buzzing noise oh my God, um man. so so many i mean behind come. the scenes twists and turns I know. uh i know it's so it's really a testament to your work chris oh, uh and and just the yeah uh it's kind of a miracle that that any of it has uh, has come together as well as it has it's been a it's been a journey, man. Thank you, uh, BC. Thank you so much. Hundred episodes, just beyond my wildest dreams. I can't believe wow. we're at one hundred episodes, like a year and a half after uh, after we've started. So, um, hey, man, here's to hundred more, and uh, let's enjoy the NBA season. And uh, I'll talk to you next week. All right. All right, Chris. A pleasure as right, always, my friend. Right, bye bye. All right, guys. Incredible. OTL 100. I hope you enjoyed it. My name is Chris Wendelkin. This is On The Line. You can tweet at me at OnTheLine underscore pod. Find us on Instagram. Check out previous episodes on our website, OnTheLinePodcast.com. If you could, please rate, review, subscribe to the show on Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts. Have a great week. Enjoy watching the NBA. Stay warm if you're on the East Coast. It's getting freaking freezing. And I will talk to you next week. We'll be right back. 